0: Alien ant eater snout looking dick.
1: Don't usually do these because you pick movies that I don't want to talk
0: about.
2: So people think Kevin, uh, Andrew McCarthy's gay. She tries to set him up with David Silver's dad from Nine Hundred Two One Zero.
0: He knows how to get drugs. It's they want to buy drugs. Like good little side gig. Hello and welcome We, I, am back Well, we, eventually we uh, My name's Brian Beckner This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast Episode 280 We have a movie review episode To do this week A couple of movies while Ed is away in I don't know where he is Italy? Italy? As some people pronounce it Um. So we, we did, if you haven't checked it out Episode 270. Eight, we discussed the 1988 piece of shit. My boss died. For some reason, we have to pretend he's not dead and carry his corpse around everywhere instead of just putting it in the bedroom. Weekend of Bernie's. So if you haven't checked that out, please do share it with your friends. And then this week we discussed the 1986. Not quite as big of a piece of shit, but very overrated. Rat Pack film, Saint Elmo's Fire, that really, really got your boy's dick hard back in the back when he was nine years old. I wonder how old I was when it came out when I saw it on, on TV in my grandparents' house. Saint Elmo's Fire. So, stay tuned for that. Also, Ed mentioned that he might check in while he was away, but I haven't seen anything from him, so if between now and me recording placing this episode on the internet, editing everything that it takes to get it to you, if Ed checks in, I will somehow splice that into the show without making it sound too awkward. I wanted to just catch up on a couple voicemails and emails, just so it's not one of those things where it feels like it wasn't live this week. Here I am talking to you this week and I'm about to play you something that we we previously recorded, but I'm I'm still here for you. I'm good like that. Uh, Also, I was recently a guest on a on the turn that off podcast and uh, they were super cool guys and I was stoked to go on with them and shoot the shit and bullshit. They are, uh, Definitely. I wasn't sure, you know, because you kind of hit yourself or you find out somebody's somebody says, hey, maybe you should go on the show or you're never quite sure. And I listened to a little bit of what they did. And I'm like, these guys seem pretty cool. Um, You know, I hope my thing works with their thing. And it totally did. So check out the Turn That Off podcast. And I will as soon as it's up, the episode I was on, I'll post a link and I'm going to be on another one soon i don't know when that i haven't recorded it yet i'm recording it next week it's called man tools so i'm gonna go on that and i'll let you guys know when that goes up and anybody if you have a podcast or your friends have a podcast or radio show and they're looking for a guest um you know i'll probably do it you reach out or have them reach out to me mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com um or hit me up on twitter or you know um, I'm, I'm happy to do anybody's show. Just kind of spread the word about my show and uh, maybe have them reciprocate and have them in here if they're, you know, if they work for the way we do it. Uh, okay, what else? Oh, there's a couple, somebody, the, um, the Reddit page has been going off and somebody implored me to read one of the, um, read one of the posts there. So I'll do that. This is from our Reddit page, tbls underscore reddit. Uh, this is about last week's episode. They rate they um rate everything on that page in uh, on the, the ladle scale. So um in case you're not familiar with the scoop it up, who I'd scoop, would you scoop, do you scoop? Um everything is ranked in terms of ladles, five ladles.
3: Yeah, 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 Sometimes people try My to give things yeah 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 yeah. yeah yeah chicken hands get the clock scoop it up scoop it up all your bitches get suck it. scoop it up scoop it up play a hater still hate scoop it up scoop it up give me that pussy i ain't wait scoop it up scoop it up hold up
0: wait a minute scoop it up scoop it up anyway this on the on the scoop it up scale um five fucking ladles just like every other episode first off i am team non weird looking dick a lot of discussion about my regret over being circumcised i poured out my heart to you guys last week about how my the, head, the tip of my penis rubs on my shorts when i exercise and it's kind of annoying and if i had if my if foreskin were covering the end of my cock if i had a nice wizard sleeve on there Wouldn't be something I needed to worry about. And people have um, chosen to berate me over that. Yeah, it might be completely pointless in most cases to circumcise, but come on. No worthy broad truly likes to touch a water sock, alien anteater snout looking dick. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. (laughs) I think they're fine either way, but maybe not. That was my, that was my, we talked about that last week. I know it throws me and the old lady off when we're trying to watch... Wife catches hubby with barely legal babysitter porn, (parentheses normal porn, and a gross, slimy, purple-headed dick comes out of nowhere. Slimy? And who wants to take an additional 30 minutes at night rolling all that unnecessary skin back to properly clean your shit? And Brian, you should probably stop suffocating your mid-body area with those nylon cut-off leggings and let the boys breathe so you don't have to gold bond your ass and balls to death. I can hear fancy sauce in her OC slash Perth accent. When she sees all that, Ew, that is from squeegee third eye. Uh, Okay. I appreciate that. I think I I like that. I got a a five late five fucking ladle rating on the Reddit page, but uh, I I appreciate eight anybody that cares to listen and comment. So, Thank you for that. Uh, go to the go to the Reddit page t b l s underscore Reddit. Uh, another quick email, dear ballers. As someone who su- this is all about my dick, this you guys are really interested in my cock. I mean, I appreciate it. Appreciate. Thank you. I like it. I like that you're thinking of me, dear ballers. As someone who suffers from hashtag dark dick, I identify with Brian Beckner. Just. As an aside, in case you didn't know, my, my cock is a little bit darker than the rest of my body. I'm, I'm of Latin descent. I have, I'm olive complected typically all over, but my penis is, and balls, I would say, are just a tone darker than the rest of me. I, I do. I have a dark dick. I identify with Brian Beckner. I have considered using bleaching creams. Easy, Sammy Sosa. To ease the pain of suffering from this embarrassing ailment. Calm down. Your thoughts, Matt and Houston. No, Matt, you're insane. Your dark dick is probably fine. It probably looks great. It's all shiny when it gets hard. Just keep it um, keep it trimmed up, keep it looking good. And you got nothing to worry about. No chick is gonna go, oh, your your dick's dark. Although I have I shouldn't say that because I have had that. I have had somebody remark. Oh, your dick is um, darker. So, but it didn't bother me. I got a cock pride. I'm, I'm happy with my dark dick. I wouldn't trade it for one, one of those pink ones. Like everybody within the sound of my voice probably has. I don't want a pink ass dick. That wouldn't match me either. Dark is beautiful. So Matt, be happy with who you are. Definitely don't. Dude, you're not going to put bleach near your dick. That's just insane. Calm down. Don't go out like Michael Jackson. Don't be weird. And it ended up getting all discolored anyway. So not something you want to do. Not something you want to consider. Love yourself. Learn to love yourself and all your parts and learn to handle that thing. And you'll be fine. I guarantee you no broad is uh, having any concerns about your dark ass dick. Uh, I think there's a couple emails. Let's check in with the emailers.
3: He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck.
0: He sits down on
3: his luck. His voicemails really suck, his voicemails really suck, no one's enjoying him, he's so annoying, plus so fuck. Boring and worthless But he's got nothing else to do And he's even worse than Ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 He's fat and got big tits, 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 tits He's Manuel
0: in Gardenia He's well in Gardenia, Gardenia. Whoa, he's <laughs> Manuel in Gardenia. A couple of voicemails I don't know if Manuel reached out It doesn't appear that he did Let's see who did Hey,
4: Brian, guys Hey, uh you're doing a great job by yourself. I'm laughing my ass
0: off, especially about Thank your you. dick. Brian, we know everything. We're three for three on dick correspondence, by the way. FYI, I didn't, even, I didn't plan this. It's amazing. It's, you guys never cease to amaze me. I love you. I love you all.
4: We know about your dick now. We know it's tan. We know it's well groomed. We know how it curves. I think the only thing we don't know is actual
0: dirt, girth and uh, length it's decent it's decent it's not big definitely no one has ever accused me of having a big dick uh, it's just a regular dick it's like right I've, I've said this before lay out all the dicks in the world small to large left to right and mine is going to be like right like in the middle or like a couple to the right that's my dick Girth and length Now we
4: know everything there is to know about your penis Um, As far as circuit deals, I uh, disagree. And uh, I was talking to some girls at work about this. They think it's incredibly unattractive to have a cut dick. So, excuse me, to be uncut. So, aesthetic.
0: That's a a typically American thing because most dicks in this country are cut. Not anymore. Now you're about 50-50. The next generation, Gen Z, whatever it is, the ill the Illenials and Gen Z, I think that's two different things. They're going to, well, they don't have sex apparently, but when they do start having sex, uh, an uncut dick is going to look normal. We're, we're the freaks guys. I'm letting you know. I'm just telling you right now.
4: Um, all that. They, uh, ask ask the thoughts, what she thinks. Obviously she knows. Um, but I think women in general do not like an uncut
0: penis. The sauce is fine either way. I think she's international. She doesn't care. I I think I've asked her. I don't think she has a preference. But American chicks, yes, I understand where you're coming from.
4: Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm cut, but uh, I'm. I'm not being biased. Just going by opinion, and that's not some Salt Lake Mormon girls. So just wanted to weigh in on the circumcision thing. I think it looks mangled if you're uncut. I disagree on that part. So, all right. Take care. You can listen to the rest of the episode. It's a uh, it's terrible top gun is going to shatter all records. Jurassic park, all of them. All right. See
0: you guys. Yeah. Top, top gun looks sick as fuck. Maverick's not done, even though he's in his, he's almost 60. Hey, I'm, I'm a 60 year old fighter pilot. Somebody read some, some of you guys are in the military. There's no way the Navy lets dudes fly fucking combat missions in their 60s. There's no way. Don't they make you retire? I'm just not buying that. Okay. And yeah, and yes, my dick is also cut, and it's beautiful, but kind of bummed.
5: Hey, Brian, I'm listening to the episode. I really, really.
0: This is my man, L, right here. LSU Law.
5: Really dig the uh, enthusiasm behind the Top Gun movie. I, I mean, I can feel it in your voice. It makes me want to go, but there's.
0: First listener this week, not to immediately. Begin. Discussing Mike Hawk, and I won't hold that against him. He's got he wants to talk about Top Gun, and that's fine.
5: One thing I didn't hear that's uh, kind of disturbing, and it's the name Val Kilmer. No Val Kilmer, no Top Gun. I I don't know how you can remake it with.
0: Okay, I agree. I agree, but I also happen to follow Val Kilmer on Instagram, and Val Kilmer is not. It would be tough to use him in this movie. There was a movie that came out a few years ago and it's called Snowman. And I don't, I think it was European. I don't know. It wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. It was about a serial killer. And there's a movie that came out a few years ago and it's called the snowman. It's about a serial killer and Michael Fassbender's in and speaking of beautiful dicks, just beautiful. Everything. He's like a, he's like a cop and it's like in Sweden or something. But they're speaking English. Pretty sure, yeah. It's in somewhere where it's all snow, like in the up the top Europe and uh, Finland. Maybe can't be Finland. Nothing happens in Finland. Anyway, Val Kilmer's in it, but this Val Kilmer had throat cancer, and he fucking can't talk. And he talks a lot better than he did. I recently heard him on my man Jonesy's jukebox, Steve Jones's radio show. Um, but he's, he needs help. Like he's hard to understand. And I don't know, they've had to take his vocal cords or, he, um, but so they dubbed all of his dialogue in that movie and it was weird and he doesn't look great. Like, I mean, he's, um, he's in his sixties, so I guess he looks okay, but he, um, you know, this guy was the most beautiful human being on the planet. So it would be nearly impossible to, I mean, obviously you could write it away. You could, You could write it in that he's seen some hard times. And maybe they should have done that. Now I'm starting to agree with you. But where the fuck's Val Kilmer? Maybe he is in there. We don't know. And also, what about Slider? Slider had a deal. Slider had some issues. He was really, really into shirtless volleyball. And I would like to see Slider in Top Gun Part 2. I'm not sure if I mentioned that before.
5: About Man. I know he's not busy. He can't be doing shit right now. So you call his Lord ass up, tell him to come in, do a little guest spot one day, you know, scale pay. I'm sure he's down for it. Anyway, I wanted to uh, listen to the whole show before calling because I really am interested in hearing about our boy Telly and his uh band from the Twitterverse. But I just need to call in before that. So I'm going to hang up so I can listen to the rest of the show and – Hear about Telly.
0: Okay. Thanks for that, LSU. Yes. If you haven't listened to 279, go back and do that immediately. I review the new Top Gun trailer live on the air. And I also interviewed the Twitter pariah, banned from Twitter. There are white supremacists at this moment espousing hate openly on Twitter. And our guy, Telly Tuput, Got fired from that website for jokingly threatening the life of a bookmaker. Insane. Spoiler alert. That's what happened. Go check it out. Episode 279. Okay, that's it. Like I said, if Ed Daly gets me some uh, recording of what he's up to in Italy between now and me posting this to the internet, I will include it here. But if not, here is the... Baller Lifestyle Podcast review featuring myself, Ed Daly, and special guest, Fancy Sauce, reviewing the 1986 classic St. Almost Fire. We'll catch you next week. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man. It's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might old Troy on. Thank you for joining the show. Special edition. It's a movie edition of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. You better believe it. We are here. We you know you guys love it when we do this. We haven't we don't do enough of them. It's kind of a lot of work, but this week we are reviewing the 1985 classic if the, if the theme song doesn't bring you back, you're a fucking lost cause. We are talking about St. Elmo's Fire, of course. Uh, I'm joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up?
2: Uh, Excited about this one. This is one I've probably been floating to Brian for two years or so, because yeah. I felt like, and I hadn't seen it in years, but I felt like this had the perfect mix of you want a movie to be bad, but in the right way. Not like a, yeah. like, remember Howard the duck. We were kind of bored bad. by,
0: yeah. Like Howard this. the duck is the worst movie that was ever made. And whoever suggested it to us is a bad person because it sucked. Right. I blame Jay too. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh,
2: this is, like, it's unintentionally it's funny. Perfect. Like, Howard the Duck was trying to be ridiculous. Yep. This is ridiculous in that it's trying to be serious.
0: And it's got everybody in it. It's very of a time. Uh, we are joined also, and this is a bit of a surprise. Yeah, she doesn't like these. Yeah, it's a surprise guest, and it's but it's a regular contributor. We are joined for a movie review by our very own pop culture correspondent and... Otherwise, pundit, Kate McManus. Kate, how are you? Welcome.
1: Hey, guys. Hey Kate. Thanks for having me. I don't usually do these because you pick movies that I don't want to talk
0: about. I can't remember. I think the last one you did with Karate this. Kid. No, Soul Man.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: Soul
0: that was Man. like three or four years ago.
1: Well, I also did Karate Kid, but I can't remember did which ca- one. You did Karate Kid. Which one came first?
2: Yeah, we had a lot. Of, we had. Did we have Travis, Jason, and Kate? Did we really? So. With this one, yeah,
1: we did a five-man pod. I thought Jay Stew
0: was coming on tonight. No, no, Jay Stu. I like this movie.
2: Well, this will be similar to some of Jay Stu's movie reviews because you won't hear him for like an hour at a time, I and
0: know. then and then he'll try to z- <laughs> he'll have one saved up.
2: So if you could get like a voicemail of him just adding a zinger, also, that would you be don't kind laugh of z- at yeah. Jay Stu's yeah.
0: zingers. Yeah. He gets real bummed. He, he keeps coming back to. I don't get anything for that. I don't get anything for that. And He keeps saying it over and over again.
1: Well, I love this movie. I grew up at this. very This movie's made me very nostalgic. F- for my. Feel like high school.
0: I may years. have discovered my penis to this movie. Yeah, come on. I,
2: I I may have yeah I, a, <laughs> as well. I feel I like I saw this in a hotel. This yeah. was the first time I saw it.
0: Like I remember really wanting to bang Cindy Mancini from Camp I Me Love. Yes, and I was like obsessed with her, and I wanted to know if she was in other things. And you know, there's no IMDb back then. Uh, but I de- But that was after. I really remember. Like watching this movie, my grandparents had something called on TV, which was like HBO, but it was just one channel. And you would flip right. a switch on top of your TV and then just whatever movie was on would be on. It was just movies constantly. And this movie was on, I was spending the night there, I was being ba- babysat and I was in their den, sleep, sleeping on the couch in their den. And I w- I watched this movie and I saw Demi Moore. It was over. Oh, man. It was over. That's when I knew that's and, when I chose not to be. And it's a,
2: it's a great point about pre IMDb days yep. because for the longest time, I had a similar feeling to Sloan Peterson from oh, yes. Ferris Bueller. Me and Sarah. And so for the longest time, I would be like, hey, when are we going to find her again? Or Cindy Mantini, Sloan Peterson did get a little naked in a uh, Van Damme movie. And then you never saw her never again. Never
0: saw her again. She disappeared. That um, was it.
2: Well, Cindy Mancini. We yeah. next heard of her when she died of meth, right?
0: R.I.P. Like, <laughs> like, that was it. She died no, like two and, years and, ago. And,
2: and to me more, you had this, yeah. and then one crazy summer, and then like you didn't see her for a little while,
0: long time. And then she, was, like, then she was she the man, biggest movie star like in the that. world. And
2: then she, then be, she became massive. Yeah,
0: massive, massive, and still banging. She's probably like fifty four, yeah. and she looks great. She looks fantastic. Um, okay, if you haven't seen, well. Welcome, Kate.
1: I feel the same way. I feel like you, I discovered yes. Rob Lowe. You,
0: I was gonna say did in you this get, movie? Did you start did you have a tingle the first time you saw yeah, this I as know. a young girl? Was a pretty I don't remember. dream? A little, I I don't think it works like that. Little, was so
2: much, this girl. before or after he fucked the, the high school kid?
0: I believe this was before. Yeah. Before he this was
2: where he dipped into like the sixteen year old. Right,
0: that was at the Democratic National Convention, as I recall.
1: What? Mm. I don't yeah. remember what happened. <laughs> yeah, he
0: banged
2: well, this was a this was a time period of Gary Hart. There was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, he
0: banged a sixteen year old on tape. Oh, He, that's he, right. he yeah. set up the Betamax <laughs> in his hotel. Room. Whole, whole oh, beta. Robbie. And he slammed a sixteen year old. I mean, he didn't know he she was, was sixteen And then he he's,
2: followed that up by dancing with Cinderella at the Oscars. It was it was bad for him for yeah, years yeah, after.
0: It was tough. But he's still so beautiful. He was so beautiful in this movie. I mean, he is like he deserves Every bit of adulation he gets for his beauty, because the guy is just amazing looking. Okay, if you're I, like, yes,
1: yeah. this came after Outsiders, so I was right. oh, aware right. of him, yep. but I think it became full blown awareness in this movie.
0: It was weird. How, He's a man in this one. How there were like six or seven actors of this age. At the time that would sort of intermingle, come in and out of movies together, whether it was Estevez or Rob Lowe or Judd Nelson. They were all just kind of even McCarthy. They were all just kind of around the Brat Pack. Um, St. Almost Fire came out in 1985. Mm-hmm. It's a coming of age film at Daly's favorite genre. Mm-hmm.
2: It's the Brat Pack and Mayor Winningham.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's my favorite genre as well. Directed. <laughs> And I believe written by Hollywood. I don't want to say legend, but he's definitely worked <laughs> a lot. Infamous, yeah, Joel Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did this.
2: I read this because my buddy, te- I I texted a buddy that often has has a uh, a funny take on this movie. So I said, hey, I'm recording about this. Any any thoughts? And he said, uh, I looked up the IMDb, the movie he did before this was DC Cab. Oh, so while he Mr. was doing T. the Mr. T DC movie, yeah. he was living in Georgetown and then he wrote this.
0: Amazing. Also directed The Lost Boys, Flatliners,
2: Batman and Robin, the, the Worst right, of. Right, yeah. Did
0: John Grisham's The Client, yeah. A Time to Kill, fall- Oh, he did Falling Down. Fantastic movie Falling Down.
2: Oh, I do love Falling Down.
0: And the and the uh, the Nicolas Cage vehicle Eight millimeter about snuff films
2: uh, that didn't need to be made. No, that movie didn't need to be made. Oh, no,
0: it definitely did. Of course, he did. He did a. He did all the worst Batman's. Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. That's the one with Chris. He's on one of the CSIs now. Chris.
2: Oh yeah, he was. Uh, I know he was my, my 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 aunt was friends with him at BC. Yeah, he was. Uh, something. He did that
0: one. Oh, he was
2: in *Sin of, the woman. Sand of Sand a of Woman*. Senator of a Woman*.
0: Chris. He's a famous dude. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this, um, oh, also did phone booth. I believe that was the one with, uh, Colin Farrell, where, right? Where Colin Farrell was really fucking drunk for like the whole filming. Um, Tiger land. That was, a, that was Colin Farrell. Also, That was like the first time we was ever good. really saw. Him. Yeah. He, he sort of discovered Colin. Yeah. Farrell.
2: So he Schumacher, I mean, not, maybe not the Heights, but he's kind of like Nick Cage in that. There's something good in him. Yeah, oh yeah. But it's mostly terrible.
0: Right. Right. He's not going to win any awards, but the, the shit he makes, you will buy a bucket of popcorn to go watch. I mean, who doesn't fucking love the Lost Boys? Um, what else? Uh the movie stars and this is really if you're of a certain age, I don't want to date anybody here. But this is just a fucking Murderer's Row, and also Mayor Winningham of actors. <laughs> the movie starred Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, and the aforementioned Mayor Winningham. It centers on a click of recent grads of Washington, D.C.'s Georgetown University. Now, Georgetown... That's a pretty highfalutin school.
2: You it, got you got to have connections to get in. Yeah,
0: it's you're you're balling out if you go to Georgetown. These are
1: seven white privileged, horny. That's how we did it back college then. College
2: grads, yep. um, it, yeah. who who are really going through struggles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah making yes.
1: a, making a lot of <laughs> bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all Man, bad. People. I would not
2: want to be a, screen- at a screening Sheet. here in a uh, in a let's say heavily democratic uh, movie theater. I, no, no, I feel like the struggles tough. of these people would be, would be
0: tough. It would be tough. It's hard to identify with. Um, it deals with their uh, adjustment to post-university life and the responsibilities of adulthood. The film is a prominent movie of the, quote, Brat Pack genre. And so not surprisingly, was reviled by critics when it came out, but was a moderate financial success, grossing – Thirty-seven point eight million dollars. It's just a tidy sum in the eighties, on a budget of ten million dollars. So, and that was probably mostly um, moose. That was mostly Demi's, mm-hmm. Demi and Rob Lowe's. A lot of moose. Rob moves. Moves. had a lot of moose. So fun. much moose. Um,
2: and it, maybe uh, the gold LeMay ties from Rob oof, Lowe too. Tough.
0: Although he, that one shirt that he
1: that's just his one special the party tie. Shirt.
2: The yeah. sexiest man alive seen. Yeah,
0: scene. yeah. yeah. That, that one shirt, like, that's a shirt I would wear today. If I could find that on eBay, if anybody finds me, is, that shirt on eBay.
1: Unfortunately, he's not kidding.
0: I'm a large. I definitely <laughs> would rock that shirt. Unless if, it, if it's an 80s large, then I'm probably an extra large, just FYI. I
1: forgot far. how big, big 80s hair was until I saw
0: Demi's hair in this movie. Demi had her shit crimped. And you know, it was weird.
2: There, there was the big hair, but also... It was like the straight flat bangs Sheedy,
1: with the big who was, um, come yeah. back.
2: Oh, yeah. Ali Sheedy was beautiful. So beautiful. Her hair. What was going on with that fucking hair? Well, her I bit, mean, there was a little bigness, but it was more like she was a 25-year-old beautiful woman who's got the like the mom hair. I yeah, it was a bad
1: haircut. I think back then it was... It, it, was, was, it was, was a bad it was, and, and, it, was a su- and, it was a thing back then.
0: She's so pretty. Hold on. i got to adjust the mic cord yeah, so to make noise. she's really good. Oh, no, it's Um, She's so pretty. And there was not really any reason to frump her up the way they did. Maybe it was a, a wardrobe budget thing and she and Mayor Winningham were the same size. But they both wear like holly hobby yeah, doilies and shit. Yeah, they look what? like they look like they're um, they've just come off the uh, Mormon. Um, yeah, that's how privileged preppy white girls uh, dress. dressed in the eighties. They uh-huh. they look they're very terrible. Like, they have terrible. Yeah. Like, they have they wear a dicky under their shirt. They have a um, they wear like those long sleeves with um, with mm-hmm. like late or uh, yeah yeah it like dying, doily but around. Yeah, but as so bad
2: yeah. as that was. Yeah. They all loved yayo and having sex, whereas in the 90s, they loved flannel and not having That's
0: sex. True. That's 100%. Yeah. AIDS. AIDS really ruined the 90s for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I would still trade this college era. Well, grunge, oh, sure.
1: grunge was a real bummer. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a bummer. Uh, so the movie starts out. There's been a car accident.
2: But first The first scene, yeah. it established they're, walking, they're wearing their caps and gowns. Yep. walking out of a building at georgetown university but there was a lot of grass in that scene And you know what's not in georgetown uh, grass oh oh what this is university of maryland what oh my I god live, stand I in. in a building like next door to where they were walking out this is that's fraternity row so i don't know why they were all walking out of the same fraternity yes allows. yes but that is uh that is maryland it's, all the college scenes when he goes back and plays football they're all Maryland. There's no Georgetown
0: there. Gorgeous campus, not not like the commuter school I attended Long Beach State. Um, so, so there's been a car accident. Yeah, there's a montage where they're all you see, they all have their caps and gowns on, and they're really it's really um, a, like a, a a proper trope. like it's the thing you've seen in 75 right. movies where they're like and
2: then for the next right, the next hour and a half is not a ringing endorsement of the Georgetown education yeah. and where that degree will <laughs> would
0: be. No, nobody's really going anywhere as far as we can tell, except for. <laughs> anywhere. Alec. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's been a car accident there. Um, they come to the emergency room to check on their friends, Mayor Winningham and Rob Lowe have been in an accident. First thing I notice is that Andrew McCarthy is smoking throughout the movie, <laughs> including in the middle of the fucking emergency room the entire time. He walks into the hospital with a cigarette. He's smoking a cigarette. No one says, hey, what's up with that yeah, cigarette? because back, it was no big deal. Yeah, it was no big deal. He smokes in the emergency room. It, think
1: about that. Yes. You could smoke in a hospital. Yeah, that's great. You could
0: smoke good in an days.
2: airplane. The good old days.
0: That's crazy. That's good old and,
2: days. and Emilio Estevez, Estevez is wearing suspenders and nobody's talking about it.
0: He he wears suspenders. It was kind of the Geraldo look or the Wall Street look. That Mm. was a style back then. If you weren't, if you didn't come up in that time and you watched this movie, you'd be like, what the fuck? But uh, Alec Judd Nelson, he rocks um, suspenders, braces, as my grandfather would call them, also during the movie. Um, Something that also. And then there's an
2: enormous, fat, naked guy walking through the background.
0: Walks through the. uh, um, Judd Nelson was pretty hot, too. Yeah, he had that big nose. This is what he With looks like now. With those extra
2: large nostrils.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's gorgeous. Well, he's in his late 50s. He's got a real Mark Marin vibe. Yeah. Um, so Rob Lowe's been it's, – it's understood that uh, Rob Lowe has totaled Mayor Winningham's car um, while driving drunk. And, again, back in the 80s, drunk driving – not a super big deal.
2: No, nope, not really. <laughs> Just not. Like- yeah, it made it seem like this is not his first arrest. No,
0: he's he's also smoking in the back of an ambulance. Uh, I believe. Did they
2: let you have the the saxophone in the ambulance? He's, is that a usual move? Yeah. He.
0: I was gonna say he's, he's playing got the Flintstones sax. when you yeah, see him.
2: Yeah, he's playing Flintstones on his sax.
0: I believe when the cop comes up to arrest him for the drunk driving, he utters the. Now, iconic phrase, and I would like this on a t-shirt, do you believe in premarital sex?
2: Oh, bad boy. Um,
1: yeah. I'm going to Google that, but I'm pretty sure there's a t-shirt out there yeah, yeah. that says that.
0: I bet my man Kenny G's got one.
1: Um, and then we run into- but just quickly, yeah. the sex. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say that if there was if we were in a friend group and somebody played the yeah. sax yep. and- brought the sax everywhere, nope. they would get kicked out of the friend group.
2: Well, here's the thing. After Clarence Clemens, there has not been anybody who played the sax who isn't a homeless man. Oh, Kenny G. Well, that's not a saxophone. I told you it's a clarinet. It is. I mean, <laughs> have you ever seen a saxophone that looks like that? I know. It's a fucking clarinet. It's, it's I know they say it's a, a it, brand of saxophone. That's a fucking clarinet. I know. It
0: doesn't have the hook in it. A sax has a hook. His, a sax his has is a just hook. straight. You can't Don't have tell a street me sax.
2: It's yeah. a clarinet.
0: Um, yeah, it's weird. It was a weird detail to write into the movie that the sort of heartthrob of the movie is this big time or this budding sax player. Like, wouldn't you make him a guitar player or a singer?
2: Exactly. And he had to learn saxophone to play the role. I'm trying to think. He just, he just finished Youngblood. I'm trying to think
1: yeah. of. Oh, the, where he learned to ride a bike. Through the prism of when we watched it, it didn't
0: seem weird. Yeah, because it it was the 80s. 80s, Wouldn't
2: it have been cooler for his his character to say, I don't know how to play the saxophone?
0: Yeah, definitely, 100%. Because at one point, and we'll get to this, he's playing a gig, and he's doing like a 14-minute sax solo, and everybody is way into it. and. Everybody would be going and getting a beer at that point. Nobody wants to watch somebody fucking sax out for that long.
2: Can you imagine being in a bar and there's just some guy gyrating playing the sax? So
0: all sweaty. sweaty, We
2: need to leave this bar. Uh, We need to leave the bar. uh, This
0: is awful. It's so loud. Let's get out of here. Um, We run into in the ER. uh, So Mayor Winningham, she's got a bandage on her head. She announces that Rob Lowe's totaled her car, but you could tell she's not really that mad. She's kind of a doormat. Um, We run into unsung 80s babe, model-turned-actress, Andy McDowell. What a fucking honey. She is one you forget about. Ed Daly, your thoughts. Andy McDowell, how was she looking?
2: Big fan. She she was was great here. I mean – She's kind of legendary from Groundhog Day or Course. Four Weddings and a Funeral. She she got famous like 10 years later. Yep. But I read about this because I was like, you know, is this her big break?
0: She was banging she, Joel Schumacher.
2: She, I don't know about that. No, I'm just but she, no, she was, she was, uh, this was her second role, but she was in Greystoke. Oh, The like Legend of Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. Yeah. But also
1: she favorite. was a model. A green she was a
2: model until that movie. Yeah. And then she had a thick North Carolina accent. Yeah, she's got that southern so accent. She was so she was dubbed in that movie by Glenn Close, who could do a better accent of what they were trying to do. And then everybody trashed her, saying she was a terrible actress because oh, her voice sounded all weird. That
0: was a British and movie, Greystoke. She, yeah,
2: and so she couldn't do it because she was just a model. And so Schumacher believed in her to put her in this movie and she could have her accent and this like kickstarted her career. Oh,
0: That sounds like a, um, well, that's an interesting tidbit. Somebody has been going deep on the IMDB. Um, that sounds I stopped like, after that.
2: A, I, I knew that DC cab and this, and then I gave up. That
0: sounds like a, uh, a casting couch situation. Like a, it does. It does. Well, yeah. You hey, your the, model. Yeah.
2: Do you want to be taken seriously? she,
0: she was so hot, but she had that frizzy hair. And I feel like these days they would give her a Brazilian blowout or like iron her hair down. It was so frizzy. It was a little jarring, but really what a beautiful woman, this Annie McDowell she is. Aged well too. Oh yeah. She looks great. And this, um, Emilio, we'll get more into it later, but this Emilio Estevez is immediately smitten. He realizes, Hey, he's
2: just staring at her too. Yeah. At first it's so, just stare at her like the bone collector. Yeah. Like he's, He's trying to steal her soul.
0: It's so awkward. And he's like, hey, remember me? And this is something that doesn't happen in college, but only in the movies where he's like, hey, remember me? You were a senior when I was a freshman. And it's it's not high school. Like, you know, you wouldn't be in the same classes. You, wouldn't, you don't know each other. Yeah, but they
1: had gone on a date. Oh, that's right. Yo, yeah, one date. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had gone on one date. It, yeah, it was uh, unremarkable. And is
1: Kirby in medical school? No, he's or so he decides to go.
0: That's ambiguous. He's he's in law school or he's about to be in law school. Mm.
2: Um, he's talking about it, but yeah. he's wearing suspenders serving yeah. pizza.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they go. They head over to St. Elmo's Bar, which is what you do. And by with, the way,
2: they, yeah, I know. Like they have lots of exterior shots in uh, Georgetown. But if you look at that scene, it looks like the fakest movie set on earth. So that's where it what Brian says and I and were saying. No. Yeah, Kate and I said the same it thing. It looks like it, the Back to the Future uh, yeah. street yeah. Where, yep. where Doc it, Brown has. On. One.
0: They don't shoot yeah. on sets like, like, they, like that anymore. You could tell they'd like wet the ground with the yeah. hose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always do that. They
2: Look hose so off fake. the ground yeah. so that the ground is glistening. It it looks like the fakest street in the world.
0: It looks so fake. And, and, and to the point where like every, all the storefronts like have no signs or the signs are dark and it's just lit up like St. Elmo's bar. Um, And so they're heading to the bar immediately after their friend had got or, or gotten arrested for almost killing their other friend and then they head into the bar
1: and the Yo, buddy's get, all, he's already out. Yeah. He's already been released from jail. To drink some more, because yeah. that's what you do after someone They're gets in a bar. car accident and has a DUI. He almost
2: kills your friend.
1: <laughs> let's go to the bar. Yeah,
2: And then,
0: yeah.
2: how about Emilio's boss? At first you're thinking he's like a Mr. Krabs type because he's yelling, but then you find out that Emilio didn't even tell his boss he was leaving on like Friday night. Yeah, He's, he's got- like... Hey, Hey, you didn't even tell me you were leaving. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's got all his tables. He's still in uniform. He's got his apron on and he's like, oh yeah, no, I'm back. I'm back. I just left for a few hours to get my, to get my friend. Also, do you need all your friends to show up for your DUI? Like, it's just like, nobody's injured, you know, like you don't need the entire crew. Just one person go round them up. Um, Mayor Winningham and Allie Sheedy are both dressed like 1850s teachers, and that continues throughout the whole movie for some reason. But what we really learn early is that um, Rob Lowe is a huge loser. Like, yes, he's just he is. he's just
2: doesn't graduating. He order a, doesn't he order a screwdriver oh, at like 11 at night?
0: The, I did. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. I did see Orange a lot juice? of people drinking flat beer. Nobody drinks a screwdriver. So much sugar. It's a, the most sugary cocktail ever. I think that was it? a that's real like a
2: 80s drink. Yeah. screwdriver.
0: You yeah, no, I
2: have a screwdriver at eleven at night. No, it's
0: crazy. It's a, yeah, no, it's, that's insane. Um, it's Rob, Rob Lowe, we yeah, learn he's despite having just graduated from the.
2: Are they supposed to be twenty five? No, wow. they just they, they really? just
0: graduated, so they'd be like 22. twenty two. Twenty two. <laughs> Rob Lowe is. He's just graduated from a very prestigious American university, an institution, but he can't keep a job. He's already lost a bunch of jobs. He's knocked up some broad. He's playing sacks. He's getting DUIs. Like his life is a mess. And then uh Judd Nelson finds out that Alex lost a a job that he's gotten him, Judd Nelson, we learn, is like he's working. He's
1: uh, working for a Democratic congressman. Yeah. He
0: said, well, no, he switched. He's just switched 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 to work to make more money. Yeah. Because in in college, he led like the fucking the college Dems or something. And now he's working for a Republican because it pays more. Yeah. Uh, he
2: finds, he's, wearing, he's wearing the blue shirt with the white collar. So that's oh, yeah.
1: that, That's the that, first that's red giveaway. flag yeah. that he switched teams to pay to to get more the, money.
0: The uh, also known as the Rick Orville Wright look from the greatest television show in the history of TV. Oh, yeah. Magnum P. Uh, so, yeah. So Judd Nelson finds out that Rob Lowe... Has lost the job he's gotten him and he immediately assaults him in a way that he should, the police should have been involved. He grabs him by his beautiful hair and smashes his face into the toilet and gives him a swirling. Yeah, like a, like a public toilet. And And then Robloff laughs
1: about it. Alec has serious anger management issues.
0: But you know, you, you know, if that's in a bar, there's some spray Disgusting. in that toilet. Like that's not that he could get Disgusting. a disease.
1: And uh, then he laughed it off, like no big yeah. deal. Then they re- and then they
0: do, they, then they, do, they the, do that. Let's the talk about the awful, that. awful. What is
2: that? Chill, yeah, Trading Places imitation. Yeah, they all, the booga 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 ah ah ah. That whole thing. All, it, is that from it, Trading that's, Places? That's their, like go to movies? Really, so they jelly. all
0: break into song.
1: In I got goose chills really intensely I've when they did that
0: in my life. I've been in plenty of bars, and I've never seen an entire bar, and it's all people that don't. It's this group, but then it's it's uh, interlopers throughout the bar all start singing along to the same song. And what are they so fucking happy about? This 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 Rob Lowe's just almost killed. Their friend, it's it's really weird. Um
2: And also yeah. you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but is there any scenario in which they'd be hanging out with Mayor Winningham?
0: It's really what, weird. It's it's weird. What
2: is the friendship based on? Yeah. Because there's there's a very disparate group of friends here and Mayor Winningham just doesn't fit.
0: Um yeah. Totally agree. Um so then we go Next scene, we're at Judd Nelson and Ali Sheeta's apartment. They have a massive loft. He's doing very well. What's
2: his painting outfit?
0: Oh, hold on. Hold on. I know his outfit later.
2: I don't recall. They're, they're painting. Yeah, they're, they're painting. painting. Like setting up the new home. Yep. He's wearing a dress shirt with short shorts. That's right. <laughs> with the white collar and yes. French cuffs. He's yes. painting in fucking French cuffs. Yes. His, well, his home. And he painted a random Nike logo on the wall.
0: That was kind of so weird. So he
2: like wants to create a footlocker in his home. Yeah,
0: because they had a whole like mural on the wall later.
2: There are a lot of murals in this movie. Yeah.
0: Um, so Judd Nelson, he's, he's Randy. He wants to fuck. He's like, hey, we need to fuck. But also. It's a raw dog, right? Also yeah, he wants to raw dog it and also he's throughout the movie, he is cannot stop talking about how much he wants to get married. It's not the it's not the woman it's very weird. she's pushing that like narrative. So he's, lacking a for a right? yes. he's a date right? a date rapist yes, yes. who yeah.
1: wants to be locked down.
0: Yeah, he wants. He wants to get married so bad, and he's like, "Hey, let me put it in. Let me let me slam you. Let me let me give you the high hard one." And then she's like, "Hold on, I have to go put in my diaphragm." And I feel like this is one of those '80s things, kind of like Spanish Fly. Or I don't know. There's lots of examples of things that only quicksand. Only yeah, quicksand. There you go. That only existed in movies in your lifetime. Kate McManus, have you ever heard of anybody using a diaphragm for contraception? A thing that you place inside your body only when you're about to have sex to cover your cervix to prevent sperm from reaching. Your uterus is that is that is that your preferred form of contraception, Kate? Negative. Have you ever known anyone awesome to have negative. one ever? Never. No. It, but in every movie, but there maybe, was always a diaphragm scene. That, Where's my diaphragm? This, this
1: movie came out before I was right um, sexually, sexually active.
0: active. Yes. Um, still, so I don't. I just don't. Maybe
1: it was a thing. It wasn't a I thing. Don't
0: know. I don't. I just don't believe it was a it thing. But been. it was always a thing in movies, and movies are always written by men that's
2: that's Uh, true the next the next scene oh yes in this movie is crazy full of douche chills but the next scene is the number one it's crazy Andrew McCarthy you peek into his life
0: oh yeah well hold on before before that happens Demi comes over and like here's the thing about these people is they live um they they're 22 or maybe they're 24 Maybe it took them a while to get through college. Maybe they I took mean, a they gap year.
2: There has been Roblo has been fired from twenty jobs, so I would think it's at least a year after graduation.
0: Maybe a year, but they're but they live like they're forty one. Like they're tasting the Pinot and they're making they're right. they're right. making stir fries and they have walks and they're. It's weird. Everyone was so much older in the eighties, and we've talked we talk about that a lot on it's the show. It's So weird. It's, But it would like be normal to just like be
1: acting like my parents. Yes.
0: It's, it's weird. But Demi Moore comes over and she's like visiting with Ali Sheedy and, and Judd Nelson. And she's like, let's have a drink.
1: And she, she was my absolute icon such in a this babe. movie. She's, she's such a big the perfect she's party girl. Spectacular. She's so, so charming, she's so, so funny. And she's
0: got and, the, and mess, the voice, but pe- pe- we're used to her voice mm. now. But yeah. back then, her that scratchy voice mm. was like so yeah, was awesome. such a signature for her. But she sets down two highball glasses on the bar and she reaches over for a warm. Bottle right. of absolute yeah, vodka, like
1: we're in Depression era Russia. And she Russia. pours
0: herself <laughs> and Ally Sheedy about Warm three to four also fingers worth of
1: absolute of shittest vodka, raw dog,
2: warm. Yeah. She might as well be drinking uh, uh, paint thinner.
1: Also, are we in fucking Minsk? Has anybody Who that? has anybody ever sipped straight vodka without making yes. a bit of a face Is, when you swallow? Yes. Is there an ice shortage? What is happening that this is considered a fucking I cocktail? I have a lot of questions for Joel Schumacher. Straight, not a fucking, not a, a
3: Look, cube of Joel ice. If Joel
1: Schumacher is on Twitter, let's start at, he's, adding him. He's to 75 question. years wow. old,
0: but yeah. It's not a lime. Hey, can I get a lime for this? What, what, what world are they existing in? And then I can't remember exactly what happens, but Ali Sheedy has to bail and Jules Demi Moore- She takes Ali Sheedy's leftover two fingers of vodka and pours it on top of her four fingers of vodka. So she (laughs) essentially has a water glass filled with maybe 11 ounces of vodka that she's just going to drink. That's how Jules rolls.
2: Oh, and I made a note here. I guess when she shows up, everybody gives each other big mouth kisses. Oh yeah. Like Alex kisses Jules on the mouth she ki- they, everybody's kissing on the mouth. That was, that was, an, 80's that that was an 80s thing.
1: I want to sure. bring that back.
0: Um,
2: then no, I I <laughs> still struggle with the hugs with everyone. Oh no, <laughs> too I many kiss. Hugs.
0: I kiss. Like if I meet somebody and, and too they much. introduce Ed, me too to the wife. I just want to say hi. When you and Brian finally meet, yeah. mouth kiss. For yeah, sure. no, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: I would, I would absolutely kiss Brian on the mouth yeah. if I saw
0: him. It would, it'd be worth it. Just for the story.
2: On the mouth, but I don't like interacting with people yeah no i, I just get that too. i'm just like,
0: sort of the same way um so then we go to we go to andrew mccarthy's
2: place chelsea
0: and he the lives worst. he and emilio estevez are roommates and they again like their place is kind of made up to look like a shithole but also it's like how are they affording this like he didn't it's a massive
2: a, place with trash in it yeah it's well, not it's not a shit. Home.
0: It's like a nice brick building, you know. Like it would be very expensive to rent, I imagine, even in the eighties.
1: This is every movie though. Yeah, that's I, true. every movie and TV show. I'm like, and how do these
0: people afford they, this place? They cruise into their apartment, and um, Andrew McCarthy shockingly is smoking. If he's in nineteen scenes in this movie, he has a cigarette in seventeen of them.
2: Yeah, he's he's got a half done heater, no matter where he is. Yeah. But he's doing another thing that's done a lot in this decade. He's he's doing uh sing along or lip syncing to Aretha oh, yeah. right. he's uh, playing Aretha's the, respect. He's
0: playing bongos and singing along to Aretha Franklin by himself. Hey. He's home alone.
2: And then you're looking around the room as he's doing it. He's got a Mickey Mouse phone on his (laughs) nightstand. I didn't see that. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. Nobody likes Mickey. Mickey Mouse is terrible. (laughs) It's one thing. I mean, look, I wouldn't say it's good if he had a Bugs Bunny, but at least Bugs Bunny was funny. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Come the fuck on. He's terrible. I'm
1: trying to interrupt. Yeah. Can we all agree that Kevin is the worst character? Yeah.
0: I was at the Uh, end. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold actually, on. Save it, save it. Because I want to rank. Uh, when we get to the okay. end, we're going to do a bottom three. Okay. Have your bottom three ready. Uh, yeah.
2: Instead of fuck, marry, kill, just who would you, who, which of the three you'd kill it's, the it's kill, so, kill, so, kill? it's so easy. Yeah, kill, kill,
0: kill. kill. Uh, and then Rob Lowe shows up to crash. And they, they don't, they're not really telling you that Rob Lowe is also a married man <laughs> with a child at this point. I think they told you about the kid already. Well,
2: he's 22. Yeah, they don't
1: course. really yeah. like, that's not really explained very well
0: uh yeah so then um so Rob Lowe shows up hey man can I crash and they're like yeah buddy just come in and crash and uh so he's there and then Andrew McCarthy starts with this thing and it and it continues throughout the movie where he's like love is an illusion man it's uh, like what's the point like it's not there's no such thing as real love, and it's like this whole it's a construct.
2: Yeah, yes, uh-huh.
0: it's so stupid. And he, you could, he, he's he set up to look like this guy that's really like broken, but you know deep down, he, he yearns.
2: You know who he is. He's a guy that says shit because he wants you to ask him a question. Yeah,
0: that's exactly
2: right. Like he says stuff, and he, he, he wants you to ask him to you know, flesh out that idea that nobody does. Yeah. Uh,
0: then the next scene, we're on the street and everybody's like, they're like shopping or something. They're all hanging out, like going, doing shopping. Yeah, it's very
2: Georgetown. Yeah.
0: And and Judd Nelson is chatting up the dude from Arliss, the guy with the glasses. Kirby? He, Kirby. And he looks the same age in 1984, as he does right now, and he does like a, a, a Aflac commercial or something right now where he's walking a dog with his big glasses on, he looks like 49 years old then and now. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but he's only in there for a second. Um, and then Jules cruises up on her, on her Jeep. Wrangler action. The entire crew. Jumps in her jeep. There's eight people in the jeep. There's people sitting like <laughs> a the jeep.
2: Jeep is a max of five, an uncomfortable five. Uncomfortable
0: right? five. It's the top. Well, two off.
1: people are standing up in the back There's while people they're driving. Standing drive. up in the back where you Do that? It's
0: illegal. It's even, totally in the illegal. 80s. It's crazy. What's? But they're um, so Ali
1: crazy Sh- and just. You Ali
0: Sheedy would be sitting where the gear shifter care. was. She wouldn't even be able to get crazy into college seconds grads. Crazy. <laughs> um, Then we get a shot of Jules's apartment. It's painted hot pink throughout, with a massive, mm-hmm. and it's, it's the decor is fire. Hard to explain how just n- not odd this seemed. She has a wall-sized mural of Billy Idol's face oh, on the wall. So tight. But- and but, but there's, there's
2: a little there's a little bit of it that's lit up right there's a little yeah, there's, neon
0: to yeah, it yeah like right around his forehead there's a neon piece yeah, neon like, bangs yeah and installed an earring. this Billy Idol I want that you forget where can I fit it Billy Idol in the 1980s was such a fucking icon massive massive star everybody loved him it was a huge I'm not gonna
2: thing. lie. I heard in the store it was like a weird store cuz I was wondering what kind of station would play it. I heard White Wedding like jam. maybe a month ago. Jam. Pretty pretty good jam.
0: jam. He still tours. He's the man, Billy Idol. Um then so then we we get we get sort of how Jules is living. Like you're like, "Oh, she's doing pretty well, but they make it but she she's she alluded to this during the vodka scene and this is something that doesn't get explained, and I feel like they might have shot a rough draft here, because if more people had gotten involved in the script, this would have needed to be fleshed out a little more. The sort of through line, the c story of this movie is that Jules's stepmother is dying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her stepmother. It comes up a lot, right? Yeah. Her dad
1: is off. Her dad hates her. He's yeah. off traveling with his girlfriend. Yeah. And the step monster is on her deathbed and has made Jules her next of kin. For
0: some reason, Jules is required to pay for the funeral of her stepmother. Because she's next of kin. That's never is that even legal? Can somebody I think she just feels because she said you're
1: my next of kin, Jules feels burdened by like it's her obligation.
0: Yeah, just
2: put her. I'm just saying if this is the situation were on me.
0: Yeah, and I brother.
2: suddenly not was was on the hook to pay for it. I, it's it's going to be an amadeus mass grave
1: situation. Yeah, she doesn't have yeah, any sure. parents. Sure. This is the closest yeah. thing she I'm has a to a parent, work. but
0: she calls her her step monster. And yeah, this gave birth to every girl I knew in high school whose parents were divorced, also calling their stepmother their step monster. Yes, I I, I recall. Is,
2: not isn't, isn't this the scene when Jules? So people think Kevin. Andrew McCarthy's gay. She tries to set him up with David Silver's dad from Nine Hundred Two One Zero.
0: Yes, from the dude from Duet, the Fox, (laughs) the Fox sitcom that made an early exit from our nineteen (laughs) ninety sitcom tournament.
2: Yeah, that was a first round exit. And the tree, and he's got like a full daiquiri with an umbrella. Yes, just like because they didn't know how to subtly show he was gay, so they fucking ham handed it.
0: Well, Jules is like Kevin. You've never tried to fuck me. Again, this was a, this is the 80s lingo where she's like you've never made a pass at me. No one talks like that. Nobody makes passes. Oh, you've never made a pass at also, me. you don't say that to one of your or really good friends. Football. Yeah, she's she's like
1: Like how? in your friend group are you all trying to bang each other in your in your buddy group?
0: So, yes, exactly. Well, I mean, Jules is pretty hot. So she's like, how come you've never tried to fuck me and which is an honest question because mm-hmm. she's so banging like anybody, any real man would have tried to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like, look, he's like, I'm not going to make out. You know, I'm not. And she's like, I want you to meet my decorator, Ron. And this just kind of shows how far we've come. Because Kevin bounces as Ron comes out of his apartment. Ron is a daiquiri. He's drinking a massive daiquiri with mm, high
1: waisted pants, tucked in shirt, belted. I, th- I think
0: he might have a yellow <laughs> um, leather tie on Maybe at with this like point. Bright green pants had it or something. Later, later on, later on, he's he acts so gay but in this movie. That red
1: cocktail with the umbrella. I think it. Would ha- I mean, yeah. like, yes. Here's a yeah, the fruity dude guy a holding a fruity cocktail.
2: Reality. He's
0: really gay. He's thing. really gay. And I believe his only line comes later in the movie when there's a, when there's a fight at St. Elmo's bar where he says, I just had my nose done. Like it was, huh. it, like it, it was, it was really, really is of a time when
4: you, you, know, down,
0: you just, it's very, you, people talk about the, that uh, the, the plight of gay people in this country. And it's very normal to be gay. Everybody knows a gay person. Now go back just barely 25 years to what was happening or 30 years to what was happening in the eighties. And it's, it's a a drastic change. I'll just say that. Um, and
2: and Mel Silver was a horrendous actor in 90210. He was the worst. He was worse than Tori Spelling. Oh, really? So that's impossible So to put him as the, no, he would be like, uh, Kelly, You know, I have strong feelings for your mother, but things have gone awry. Like, he would talk like that. He was the worst. So to have him playing the gay guy in this thing, of course it was going to be ham-handed
0: and terrible. Of course. Mel Silver. Um, And so then they're back. Oh, uh, Andy... McDowell. Oh, so they, um, Kirby, this
2: is when Kirby's casing the joint,
0: right? Yeah. Kirby goes to a restaurant. It's like a French restaurant. He's like, I want this table right here. I have a, I have a, it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, I have a reservation for tonight. Um, Kate McManus does this where she'll go to a restaurant like before if she, if there's like a, if there's like, she wants a special dinner or something, she'll go to a restaurant and announce I'm making a reservation and I want that table over there. It's very important to her to, her to have the right table. And I'll be honest, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice when you get the good table.
2: Are you talking about like a booth versus a. Yeah, or just like a, placements? A I don't know. We've done it.
0: Placements it's like a special in occasion, the dining room. Big group. Yeah. Um, he goes early in the day and he's I'll like, do a location scout. I want this table right here. And the guy's like, well, this is a table for four. And he's like, I don't care. I'll pay double, which is just doesn't make any sense. Um, and then so he's made a date with Annie McDowell. And this Annie McDowell, what a babe. She shows up. And she's a doctor. She's, she's a doctor. doctor.
1: I wonder how old, how old was she when she.
0: That's something you could look up the. Uh, so she sits down to dinner and it's like a big thing. Like Kirby's all fired up. Emilio Estevez. And then Andy McDowell, and this is a thing from the 80s, they bring a fucking telephone to the table. (laughs) Oh,
2: with the cord? With the
0: cord. I know.
1: So I'm like, so when you leave the hospital and you're on call, you have to tell them where you're going to be. That is
0: definitely a thing. But only in the movies would they actually bring the phone to the table because let's be honest. If you got, if you were got a call at a restaurant, they would just come get you from the table and bring you to wherever the phone is. But in the movies, to help set the they scene. They bring the phone to you. They bring the phone to you. So,
2: so they're like tripping patrons as they're walking to yes, the bathroom the and shit. Cord. Cord. Yes, with So uh, this, is this movie 84?
0: Yes, I believe so. 1984.
2: So McDowell is around, I mean, when they filmed it, she's around 25, 26. She was born in 58. Yeah, what I mean?
1: All these characters have pretty weird names. Dale
0: Bieberman,
2: sixty, not sexy. Looks great, yeah,
0: Dale, Wendy Dale Beamish, Biberman. yeah. Um, so, this, so Kirby, Emilio Estevez's date with Andy McDowell doesn't go well because she's got a bounce to go back to. She's on call at the ER. Um,
2: it lasts like ten seconds.
0: Um, yeah, Andrew McCarthy is over for dinner at Ali Sheedy and Judd Nelson's place and it's he's um, smoking a cigarette directly over their walk.
2: Yeah he's ashing out in that walk.
0: Yeah he's, he's yeah it, eventually he does ash in it. Um, he's and
2: he doesn't he doesn't know how to open a wine bottle.
0: No he does well they're twenty two. Like unless it's Boone's know, Farm.
2: I, I I don't know. Maybe oh, it, was it was just because I grew time. up in the household yeah. that I did. Yeah. I saw my parents open up wine bottles.
0: Yeah. I mean, I knew how to do it, but it, it's-
2: A corkscrew? You don't know how to fucking work a yeah. corkscrew? you just screw
0: right in. Uh, no, I agree with that. Um, and then Judd Nelson, Judd Nelson comes home from the fucking con- congressman's office, and he's like, hey, buddy. And this is a thing that certain guys like to do. He's like, he's bought- um, Ali Sheedy some lingerie that he's talked about. And let's be honest, it's fucking hideous. If I
2: did that for Michelle, if I just like showed up (laughs) with some lingerie I wanted her to put on, Uh, I got to tell you, there would be a long time between that moment and the next time I have sex.
0: Well, it is kind of weird. Lingerie is weird because you're like, hey, put this on. Okay, take it off. Like I was, isn't a naked woman much hotter than a woman in lingerie? Like, isn't the whole point right, to but get-
2: if you showed up and just demanded yes, outfit yes. changes, you'd be like, this, is, this wouldn't go over well. Yeah, this true. isn't how couples work.
0: And it's, it's all it's bright red with black lace trim. It's hideous. And he's like, here, go try this on. And then she goes, dutifully goes to the bedroom and uh, Judd Nelson's like, hey, Kevin, by the way, fuck the shit out of the girl that was selling me this thing. <laughs>
2: Was she? Yeah, he said he tried it on for. Was she wearing that outfit while he fucked her? Yes. What? It was, yes.
0: It's crazy. Um, I had
1: to do so much math, but she was twenty seven. But
0: <laughs> oh, she was twenty seven. Yeah. In ni- oh, in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so Andrew, and then Andrew McCarthy. So that's kind of the end of that scene. Then Andrew McCarthy's headed to the bar, and this is another thing that happens a lot in the eighties. Mm-hmm. He just stops to. Chat up a streetwalker.
2: But don't, and and that streetwalker, I think, was the mom from Amen.
0: Yes, um, I knew I recognized her for some Was she not also, uh, was she the waitress on It's a Living also, or no, am I getting her confused? No, you're, she did look familiar Sherilyn
2: Ralph, or whatever, yeah. something Routh. Yeah. Yeah. I really Routh. enjoy the um,
1: friendly hooker trope in movies. You don't say that as You know, she's a, hooker with a of heart like, like gold. Yeah, yes. they play the therapist role. Yeah. Like, they can help you with their life, but they're fine being a streetwalker. It it
0: turns out hookers are drug addicts.
2: And they're not really so... She's super content just being a streetwalker. She just loves
0: to suck dicks. It's a a career. She's
2: like, don't worry, two years, I'm going to be married to Sherman Uh, (laughs) Hemsley.
0: Yeah, and then Judd Nelson gets a phone call in the middle of the night, and it's Jules... And she's with some Arabs in the Potomac suite. And again, how far? Oh, yeah. This come?
2: might have been Schumacher's uh, issues coming out. He's like, I'm about to get gangbanged by a bunch of Arabs.
0: Yeah, it was very. It had a bit of a, um, a little bit of racial profile. It had a bit of a requiem for a dream. <laughs> yeah. S- uh, feel. But like, not uh, quite. She's as, like, I don't not know. Quite as sad. She's like there. I, I don't speak um, Arabic but i think i made out the words for um,
1: gang anal bang.
0: anal gangbang <laughs> and uh, she
1: didn't say anal no i just made
0: that part up and uh he and <laughs> alex like all right i'm coming over so he comes over and like knocks on the door and then it turns out it's just a coke party and she's and the guys are watching mtv no the
2: guys are watching mtv they're not even like focused on her but they do all have their they have the iron cheek
0: yeah, the, uh, Headdresses or- on which is not not the, the most uh, politically correct like they and don't Jules, they don't Jules is wear. wearing
2: like 30 pounds worth of pearls there's a lot of pearls in there's
0: mo- a great deal of pearls Leslie
1: also yes Ally Sheedy's character she gets
0: pearled up she
1: wears a, a she lot of pearls too sure.
0: yeah um, so yeah so then and then Judd Nelson rescues her and she didn't even really need rescuing. And then she's like, hold on, let's keep partying. And he's like, what? I was in bed. I got to go to work. And she's like, okay, I'm going to call this other guy from my office and fuck him tonight. And uh, she hits a payphone, knows the guy's number, just all sorts of 80s things happening. Um, What else? Mayor Winningham is... uh, She
2: gets gets clowned by a woman at the welfare office. Yeah, she's
0: like a social worker and her client... There's an extremely... Or... Slightly r- racist moment here because the the client at the welfare office is a white woman, but she's got bruises all over and her, like and yeah. she has yeah some children that are yeah she white has, she has some children that she has a not. whole bunch of kids and they're of all sorts of but different. She looks races. like
2: shit, and she's like, "You've got terrible outfits." Yeah. Yes. She yes. says She says something about how she she's never going to like get out of this office with an outfit like that.
0: Totally. Um, Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Then Billy comes to dinner at um, Mayor Winningham's house, Wendy, and we learn he's been fired again. Her dad.
1: Billy's not someone that you would invite over
0: to your. No,
1: but she loves dinner. She thinks thinks he's interesting with your parents at their fancy house.
0: He um, he's such a mess. Mayor Winningham is like she still lives. I at have home. a dangly earring like that. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. I wore it today. Another
2: another Georgetown success story. She lives at home. Yes,
0: yeah, she lives like at home. A She's graduated. a social well, worker. have only just and graduated. Her, her dad is a greeting card magnate. Again, interesting choice. What? Like you could have made him. You could have <laughs> made him rich. And you Those
1: made up jobs.
0: Yeah, you could make him rich anyway. Mm, the kid
2: okay. who announces that Billy's on the roof. That's the kid from It's Gary Shanley's show. The young, a young it? Grant. I think notice? it's Grant.
0: Who would notice that? Jesus, Ed. <laughs> You're a savant. Um, this, the one thing, so Billy gets drunk at the family's thing, and then he's up he's up on the roof. I don't believe he has his sacks at this point, but um, Mayor Winningham thinks it's hilarious. It's also extremely dangerous. Perry. Like They're on the, basically the doing? third story. Also, and what it's kind a, of
1: weird negative attention-seeking yes, behavior is that?
0: It's a very high-peaked roof. But we do learn that Wendy is a virgin, and they're not, like, dating, but they are kind of dating. It's weird. It, it and is weird. Rob Lowe basically is like, well, you want me to wear it out or what? Like, you ready for me to, you ready to get that cherry popped? Because I can do it. And then, But then he gets turned off because she has the wrong kind of so underwear. So
1: because the spanks, or weren't spanks. The spanks, he he laughs. Well, he laughs because he laughs at everything. Yeah. Because he's emotionally retarded. Yes. And she, it hurts her feelings. It
0: does, but but it looks. It must be cold. It's there in D.C. It's cold. She has tights on, and then spanks like over the tights. It's a weird. How is it
2: cold? Yeah. This is before the Halloween
0: scene. This is not cold weather. I don't know. I don't know. There's because later somebody tries to freeze to death. I don't know. There's. There's the the. It's not that cold in DC. I, I get what you're it's not saying. Not very cold. But they they play it fast and loose with the no, climate. she
1: makes she's made some comments about her weight.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. why
1: she's wearing she's them. Not not even, she's, but cold. she's not even fat.
0: She's know, frumpy.
1: She feels she's like she's not she
2: she is. fat. She just yeah. wears yeah. giant shoulder pads.
0: Then she the, yeah. This, the, she's not the only one because McCarthy has shoulder pads on later. Um, she she gets some money from her old man that she gives Roblo to pay his rent because he's a real piece of shit. Um, then there's the scene where he doesn't take, well, I it actually out. believe
2: it. that there is a greeting card magnet because if you've ever bought a greeting card, it costs like $7. Yeah,
0: they're so expensive. They're so expensive. That's why I actually tried to steal one that one time at CBS. Um, just, they go to, they go to Roblo's gig. This is the sexiest man alive. Yeah. We went, we talked about that earlier. He's so sweaty. He's just playing the fuck out of that sax. But w- during his solo, um, is this when the is this when the girlfriend shows up, or is that a different gig? I
2: know. I think no, this, this is, is when, the, when she the, shows the up with her boyfriend. Shows up with their, like, a boyfriend. Yeah,
0: his wife shows up. This is where we meet his. And we're
1: w- not really sure why w- why she shows up with a dude.
0: Yeah, well, it's to it, and they and they have a reserved. table. They don't explain table.
1: anything about they, their relationship.
0: Yes, it's just so they weird. have a reserved table right directly in front of the band. Right. Which is weird, um, and then
1: they immediately. And start it's making Halloween,
2: out. and everybody's wearing Groucho Marx sunglasses, which is really lame. Very if weird, you're gonna yeah. dress up, dress up, dress or don't dress up, or don't.
0: Or don't. Up. Um, we learn that Jules is fucking her boss at the bank, um, and then so then at the gig at Billy's gig, he's playing a fucking mean sax solo, and he good. sees his wife making out with some other dude, and he's like, "Hey, man." Get your fucking hand! He stops the soul. Get your fucking hands off my wife! And the band stops. And then he tries to fight him. And then there's like a whole thing um, where the where the whole bar spills out in the street for a fight. And then
2: there's they fucking- promotes eugenics, right? Oh, does he? They say, get every get your sons neutered? Oh yeah. Because- <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um,
2: gets very angry.
0: Yeah, it's so Billy's life's not going well. And then we're at the soup kitchen, and Jules is being so. Um, Mayor Winningham, Wendy, she works, she's a social worker. She works, she's running a soup kitchen for all her homeless. And these homeless people are very clean. These, if you've ever been to downtown LA, even for five minutes or any big city, have really. been to DC? Yeah. Come on. This, these are very clean homeless people that they have, but still. But
2: on top of that, isn't it a bad look to be eating their food when you've got pearls yeah, on?
0: Yeah. Um and the food looks like shit. Um, Jules is disgusted to be there. She's kind of a bitch. Um, she Ooh. she Sorry. what's going on there? Is that true? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, she Wendy allows that her dad has told her that if she just fucks this guy, Howie, and gets married to him, he will buy her a brand new Chrysler LeBaron. Convertible. And Jules is like, Oh, you gotta do that. Like, get the car. Are you crazy? Just fuck him. Get the get the LeBaron and then break up with him. For LeBaron's
2: uh, that big of a deal back
0: then? Yeah. That's solid advice. That's device. a real piece of shit. If someone LeBaron. offered
1: me a Chrysler Baron convertible yeah. yes. to marry Howie...
0: Jump on can, in. You can get it Alt in of like course, a day. Of course. Um, then what? Uh, so, Oh, but it turns out...
2: It was that, like an intervention,
0: right? Yeah. Um, she. It turns out they're at the soup kitchen because they need to talk to Jules. She's fucking her married boss. And then this is... This is a thing that she says, and she says it a few times. And this is something that was only said in movies in the eighties, and not by real people. She says, "It's the eighties. I'm just yeah, look gonna. Down
2: with the ladies.
0: No. I'm just gonna bop him for a, bop. for a few years, become a legend, and host a talk show." Several times throughout this movie, I believe it's exclusively Jules advises for bopping or euphemizes sex with the term bopping. It's
2: like, well, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh used to boof, right? That yeah, was his thing. Yeah, he boofed. Well, I that
0: Googled was flatulence. That's flatulence.
1: I Googled it and couldn't see it as just a straight up sex reference, Bop. but it, it was used for like blowjobs? Jo- blow oh, really? Because you bop your head oh, up and down. Shut up! But also head jobs
0: between men. Uh, oh, whoa! Blowjobs. Oh, wow! Uh, and then Jew- And then another very eighties reference. Jewel says right in front of all the homeless people that she doesn't want to end up a bag lady. <laughs>
2: Right Myra. next, to it, doesn't she get? Doesn't she get introduced to the homeless lady? That like the Myra. regular, Myra.
0: yeah, yeah,
2: Myra, and she said, "I want to be a bag lady right next to her."
0: Homelessness was very much glorified in the eighties before it was a rampant epidemic. Remember um, Nick Nolte? He was the lovable. Oh, yeah. He got to fuck the, Bette Midler, who was the woman of the house, and down and out in Beverly and Hills.
2: Yeah, and the maid I, too. made. Yeah,
0: maid. Uh, yeah. It was just very much a different time. Uh, Ali Sheedy doesn't understand why everyone wants her to marry Alec, um, and then, despite his lack of uh, ever being able to to manage gainful employment, Alec gets Rob Lowe a job working for a Korean gangster, which he immediately fucks up. By slamming some chick in the hot tub. And the hot tub is filled with bubbles. Yeah, why do you need bubbles? Was, it was very strange. Um, but this is, then we get to the really, the...
2: And they weren't hot tub bubbles, right? They were like, like he poured in bubble bath in there.
0: Yeah, yeah it was yeah. bubble bath. Um,
2: we we shit for kids.
0: We, you so,
1: can't put bubble bath in those jacuzzi tubs. No, it ruins them. The, the sign is in every hotel that you go in.
0: We're, we start to realize that Kirby... He's a serial killer. Yeah. Emilio Estevez is actually a fucking stalker. He's riding his bike in the rain, following Andy McDowell around, looking at her through the window while she's having lunch or dinner with her boyfriend. Yeah, this is
1: all so weird.
0: Um, Yeah. This
1: is restraining order behavior. He
0: sees her. He's like keeping an eye on her. He's making notes of her comings and goings. Um, it's, it comes to a head later. Uh, Billy is, Billy's really lost his way.
2: No, but Kirby shows up at her house and says, I'm obsessed with you. Oh, right. Yes. He uh, says it. And she's like, Hey, why don't you come in? And I'll like, give you a little more information about my life.
0: Also, he's completely dry. <laughs> He's been, he's yeah, been he was soaking wet. He's been soaked <laughs> His <corporate> with...
2: His <laughs> jacket was soaking wet. Yeah, he just, He's staring through the window. There's a and then few he, continuity
0: yeah, issues. He doesn't have a slicker on. That was one of them. He's just got a regular, like, uh, 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 like, a canvas jacket. And he's completely dry when he comes inside. Meets the roommate. The roommate's, like, not even at all. Doesn't find it strange that a stalker's been invited in. It's very strange. And meanwhile, Andy McDowell's like, "Look, I'm not that hot, you know. Like, I'm my room, my house is a mess. Like, she's really not into him at all." Um, Billy's Billy's lost his way. He ends up back at the Pike House, which is
2: at University of Maryland. Yeah,
0: which is super that's his, depressing. That's his frat house. He's
1: <laughs> Billy yeah. is and one that the, of those. They're playing people
0: football. That, yeah, he plays football with the guys. Billy is what kind of person? But,
1: But in the middle of a play, he's, he peaked in college. We all know those people.
2: In the middle of a play, he and another guy like go down to the ground. Yeah. While everyone else is playing and they just start chatting while everyone else keeps
0: playing. Get in the game. And then he's like,
2: wouldn't one of the guys be like, Hey, what the fuck are you guys doing?
0: And then he's like, Hey, do you think I could have a job? Like the fucking, like the, like the, uh, treasurer. Yeah. Of teak. Is gonna get him a job that we're like cleaning up around the fret. And he's like, Yeah, we could always use somebody that could get us good drugs, which seems like it would be a great opportunity for Billy. Right.
2: He's per- a fair a fair comment to the, the resident drug dealer.
0: Yeah, he he knows how to get drugs. It's they wanna buy drugs, like good little side gig. I know why jump they, on it. I know. Play your sax. Sell some fucking blow on the side. That seems like a
1: big missed opportunity for
0: Billy. Big time. Um, uh, Rob Lowe's or uh, Billy's baby mama breaks up with him. She tells him we could get an annulment. Um, He takes it hard, but he kind of gets it. And this is this gets.
2: He he says, "Don't you give up on
0: me?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so corny. Um, And then Kirby takes over. Rob Lowe's job, working for the Korean gangster. He's the
2: houseboy, right? The
0: Korean gangster, by the way. Mr.
1: Kim. Played. Not, not played by a Korean.
2: Played by a
0: Spanish dude.
2: <laughs> he doesn't look very Korean. He's not
0: Korean, so I looked him up He's and his name, his name was like Mario Machado. <laughs> not Korean at all. And I think he might also have been in Die Hard. I'm not sure. Um, Very also, strange.
1: Also, why is Kim still taking references from Alec after big, Billy big bopped mistake. his mistress big, in the Awesome. He,
0: he is immediately about to learn. It's a big mistake. Um, Wendy, she's gotten the LeBaron and Alec is still pressuring Leslie into marriage. Basically, all of these people's lives are just so fucking just not sad enough to actually be sad for them, but sad enough that you're like, just get your shit together. You right. guys suck. Um, and Jules has progressed to dropping a digit on her boss. She's like, You, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised what he likes up his ass or so. She's like, She says something her about boss
1: Forrester.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, she's, she's, oh, yeah,
1: the anal reference. Yeah. She's, that was very like, Wait, what?
0: She's stressed out about her Step monster's funeral. Kirby, immediately after getting a job working for the Korean gangster, throws a party at his house. He has his limo driver. Chase um, Andy McDowell Dale around so he could because he's determined that she only likes guys with money. So he Wait, like, one
2: one thing yeah I, I got to back you up when when there's that creepy attempted rape in the jeep with Jules
0: mm-hmm. when oh, Billy oh, yeah, is trying to break yeah. it. yeah
2: he goes uh what's that underneath your skirt and she says you should know.
0: Yeah, they fucked before. Right. That well that actually happens after that it's that's in the aftermath of Kirby's party cuz Kirby Kirby gets the job for the Korean gangster. Throws Oh, a,
2: he, yeah, that's right. It yeah, a, a party. party
1: where everyone's just doing lines of coke out in the open. Yeah,
0: people are Billy's doing coke. He's we've learned he's hawked his sacks. He's wearing the sweetest 80s shirt. He's got like It's pretty sweet. It's like red shirt with like black and it's white Black like, with red Slashes all yeah. over it, and then he's also With got a gold LeMay tie. Yeah, a LeMay tie over the outside. Um Jules brought the blow. Alex announces in front of everybody. He doesn't ask Leslie to marry him. He just tells the whole fucking party that he's gonna marry her. And which every- is yes. another
2: eighties trope.
0: Yes. Yeah. It
2: happened in Crocodile Dundee. It happened in Coming to America, mm-hmm. where like the the engagement was announced when nobody. When they, when half the people in the couple didn't know.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. So, but then it comes to a head cause Leslie's like, she takes him into the kitchen and she's like, how am I supposed to marry you when you're having all of these, when you're having all. What are
1: these- we supposed to do about your extra curricular activity yes
0: and so she's like busting. and she
1: says it really like she's got tears in her eyes and she's fucking it's a
0: real scene yeah it's a real scene she's doing some acting she does um guys heads up she knows okay you think you're out there you think you're doing some stuff guess what she knows, just like Leslie knew in this We movie. always know. Yeah, they know. They know.
2: Nobody's dead slick.
0: Yeah, no, you're just not. Yeah. They know. Um, and so she's, but, she's caught him, and she does that thing where she just says it, like she knows it, and then he immediately admits to it. So another, another advice, guys, deny, 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 and crying. when she's really got you in a corner, <laughs> you fucking keep denying that shit. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She thinks she knows. But she doesn't know. She knows. She doesn't know. She knows. Just keep denying it, dude. Does, she Unless she's been through your phone. and Don't let her go through your phone.
2: But he does the woman, the, the usual woman move where he orders her out of the apartment.
0: Yeah. Well, the, yeah. So then, no, but first he goes, what did Kevin tell you? She's like, she's like, I know you've been fucking around. And he's like, what did Kevin tell you? Immediately outs himself. And he's then he goes in and he fucking knocks out Andrew McCarthy. And Andrew McCarthy's like, I didn't say shit. And she's like, You dumb fuck. Oh, she's Alex like, you just She's like, you just confirmed what I knew. He didn't tell me anything. Um
2: so, there's a great scene yeah. featuring an extra here. Yeah. So all right, sorry. So when he 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 says, Well, move out of the apartment, you know, take your shit or whatever. Yeah, he kicks her out. Um, one of the extras. In that scene, like everybody's standing around and somebody goes, did you hear that? That was it. I just thought it was funny. Like there was no reason for that line to be said, but somebody says it in that scene.
0: Uh, Yeah. Then Jules gives Billy a ride home in her Jeep and Billy turns into a real piece of shit. Just not like... Billy, this whole time is a lovable piece of shit. Like he's just mm-hmm. can't get his shit together, but he's nice. Yeah, his, it takes a bit of a turn. He cares about this mare Winningham, him though she's rock, this is his bottom. Yeah. Then he's like, "You're not." He's like, "You're not getting out of this car unless you let me grab that fucking pussy." And he's like, steals her keys, and he's like, puts him down his pants. Yeah, get my dick if you get the keys. And this was
2: this was like five minutes after the speech to his wife saying. No more booze, no more women.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: At, the, at University of Maryland.
0: The wife comes out with the baby on the porch, and the neighbors, there's dogs barking. They live in a bad neighborhood. Um, it's really, Billy's basically a rapist. He's a real piece of shit. And then this Jules, who, who's been going through something throughout the movie, says, I needed a friend tonight. And gets in her Jeep and drives away. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he go? Yeah.
2: Why don't you go get me? Uh, missionary position right after she says that yeah, yeah in it yeah he he's just like doubles down yeah he's disgusting
0: reason. um so meanwhile during the party that kirby's throwing he is on the phone because annie mcdowell hasn't shown up to his party and he's doing emergency breakthroughs which is a big 80s move very '80s. ends up driving wendy's LeBaron over to her pad and her uh her Roommate yells out the window like, she's fucking went skiing. I'm on the phone, asshole. And he's like, where'd she go skiing? And then he uses like some kind of shenanigans to find out where she's been skiing. And then he fucking drives up to the mountains. And Ed. This is like Vermont. I was going to say, there's no snow on the ground in D.C. where they are. And if
2: if you would say probably the closest, maybe there's some, you know, some tiny action in the Poconos in Pennsylvania, Yes, but this has like two feet of snow. This is Vermont.
0: Yes, which is how how long of a drive? Which,
2: if you're talking about no traffic, I did a little Google Maps when I saw this. Good. It's seven and a half hour drive from D.C.
0: Eight hours away! He drove in that LeBaron. So
2: you gotta think he left that party at midnight, and yet it's still dark when he gets there. Unless he's on a rocket sled when he got to Vermont. It's like seven in the morning, but it's so nice. He's, he's, yeah, and I think it's on the same tank of gas. Oh, and he yes. had been drinking at that party. It's just he definitely in in the realistic version, he's definitely dead on the side of the highway, awful. right in this
0: scene. Yes, it's great. So he 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 heads out to stock. He, he goes and finds Andy McDowell's uh, uh, love nest ski pad ski cabin. Meanwhile, Ali Sheedy heads back with Kevin to his place, and it's all dirty. And then they get there, and Kevin's like. Do you want some brandy?
2: Yeah, is that is that a thing? Oh, brandy? It. Who drinks brandy?
1: Who the fuck drinks brandy? <laughs> yeah, so weird. This
2: makes this makes the screwdriver seem like a normal order.
1: <laughs> Do you want some brandy? I'd be like, what? What's well, brandy? That, well, that was when you were on, little. That's what you drank to keep, to get you warm.
0: Yeah. It's like what you put in eggnog or something. I don't know what it it's is. What I've this, never
1: had it. What those St. Bernard dogs have like, around their neck yeah, when right. they it's, find it's, avalanche right. victims? It's
0: like shitty whiskey. Okay.
2: So if Kirby was found dead in Vermont, maybe brandy would be what they'd, right. laying there unconscious, they'd get a St. Bernard and give him brandy. This is not in, uh, in Georgetown. Twenty-two year olds or twenty-three year olds giving each other brandy.
0: Yeah, no, it's so crazy. So while he's pouring the brandy, Ali Sheedy starts going through his things, and right there on the coffee table, in like a cigar box, he's got um, like seventy pictures of her, which is very. This weird. is an eighties. Yeah, right. Which, which, you would,
2: either it's either a serial killer or a, a secret yeah. admirer, one and, or the other.
0: And anybody would be completely creeped out by this, but she's like, "What's going on here?" And he's like. Look, he doesn't even try to hide it. He's like, "You're all." What did I, I th-
1: say? This was something else stole from this scene.
0: What did I say? Oh, I don't know. I don't love remember. Actually. Love, yes, it was love, love Actually. Actually. Yeah, yes. love.
1: That's what I said. Wow, this is Ed, the scene yes. where where Kira Knightley Actually, looks finally sees the wedding tape, and it's all and also, close ups yeah, of her. Yes,
2: Love Actually they thought the one guy was gay for the other guy yeah. when it really he was obsessed with the exactly. wife. Exactly, It's
1: the same thing. Richard Curtis ripped it ripped off this. this yes, script.
0: yeah. Um, so then, but instead of being like a normal person, we're like, this is weird. I'm out of here. She's like, I'm into it. And fucking Kevin starts wearing her out on his living room coffin, which he has. Very
2: violent make-out sessions. Yes. Yeah, I
1: didn't like Stop that. The, the smashing together of the faces. She
0: has... Many strings of pearls on throughout. She,
1: yeah, never takes he,
0: off. He pumps her in the shower. Even in the
2: shower yeah.
0: with the pearls. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere throughout his house. Then it's like the morning, and they're in bed. And I always worry about the breath in situations like this. It's been all night, yeah. and they're in bed together. She's still got the pearls on, and he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "I was really like your titties were nice," and they're like they're really like they're like connecting about their love. And fucking Judd Nelson. Nobody locks anything. It's D.C. It's one of the fucking most dangerous downtowns in America. They don't lock the door. Alec Baldwin walks in. He's got a quart of uh, or it's a can. It's a tall can of Miller Lite. And he's like, man, I really fucked this up.
2: He's drinking it in the morning?
0: Yeah, he's drinking it in the morning. He's like, "Uh, I screwed up. I'll never get her back. He's like talking into the bedroom from the living room and and Kevin like comes out and he's like, hey, hey he's, he's like, hey, can we talk about this later? I got any. and and Alex like, well, whoa, whoa, you got a chick in there? What the fat
2: chick? He goes, is it
1: the fat chick? It's not the fat and chick, is it? Alec is such
0: an asshole. Yeah, it's it's not the fat chick, is it the fat chick? Uh, and Ali Sheedy walks out. Rat, as always in the eighties. Completely, like she couldn't put a shirt on or anything. She's wrapped, the sheets out in the bedding, which is very yeah, now it's really hard to remake the whole, that bed. Yeah, pulled the whole, pulled the whole. Really hard to re- Yeah, she's got all. She's got the sheet. She's got the comforter. She's got the duvet. She's got the pillow shams. She's got everything from the bed wrapped around her. She's completely wrapped up, and she's like kind of tearing up. She really does some acting in this movie, and she's like, it's not the fat chick, and. Alec Baldwin freaks out. He's like, there's no, or Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Judd Nelson freaks out. He's like, there is no way that this is happening. So Mr. Kim eventually returns and people are, um, Wendy is sleeping on the stairs with Howie. And it's like,
1: that drives me crazy.
0: It's like wooden no one, stairs. No,
1: there's so many places in a big house to sleep. Why not, would you just sleep on the stairs? You're amazing, right, you like, can, sitting. Yeah, you can
2: pass out in lots of places. You don't both pass out. One of you is going to be like, oh, she passed out on the steps. Wait, I got to move her. You know where else you can you, sleep? You wouldn't both this is pass people out
1: on steps. Yep. People in movies often pass out in bathtubs. Yes. They sleep in the bathtub. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess at the at last resort <laughs> bathtub. Um. So she's like, uh, M- Mr. Kim's like, where is Kirby Carmichael or whatever his name is? And she's like, oh, uh, he took my new LeBaron um, up to the mountains and, and uh, Kirby, so Kirby,
2: so another Georgetown graduate that's fired for the fourth yes. time. just
1: quickly. Yes, we haven't talked about how there's two pieces of music that are intercut with every scene in this movie: the main theme, and then that other song where he's man singing in about St. Elmo's fire. Oh,
2: man yeah. in motion,
0: right? Yeah, man in motion. Okay, as you are. Um. That's true. They'd
2: use the same song. It's the yeah. same They really saved, they saved on a composer. They're <laughs> like, just give me one song and then we're good.
0: I don't have Man in Motion queued up, but I do have the St. Elmo's Fire theme.
1: <laughs>
0: this plays throughout. Did they
1: bring this back throughout the movie. Right, but there was
2: never, you're right, Kate, there was never like a dramatic part or like no. when they're in the hospital after the DWI. It's always the same music. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Throughout, they're really saved on that.
2: Attempted rape. Doesn't matter.
0: So Same music. In, in in the meantime, Kirby's found his way to Vermont somehow. He's shows up at um Andy McDowell's
1: Dale Bieberman's.
0: Yeah, Dale Bieberman. And she's with some older like, Lodge. hunky this dude. Yeah. yeah. He's but this obviously dude he's
1: probably a doctor so well. from the hospital.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, he's a he's a real chill dude. She's he's Kirby gets hit the LeBaron stuck. Um, Dale Bieberman comes out, and she's like, "Kirby, what are you doing here? You're gonna freeze to death. Come inside." And then, for some reason, he comes inside, and he's real pissed. He's a real dick to the guy that's basically saving his life, right? The guy she's fucking, her fiance. Mm-hmm. And then they, he, she comes inside, and for some reason, they need to dis. He has to disrobe, and he's just in a blanket. And she's like, "Well, your clothes won't be dry for a while." What? He was just in the car.
1: Why is clothes wet? He's
2: that's- Right, that's a power move, though. Hey, he can wear my pajamas. I'm gonna be fucking her in the yes, other room. Yes. But <laughs> right. Kirby, you can wear my pajamas on the couch, face.
1: So he's but like but Kirby, um, flicks them off the chair yeah. onto the
2: onto the floor. So
0: he spends the night, and in the morning, the fucking alpha male that she's with has freed his LeBaron from the snowbank. Yeah, and
2: he's he, like, "Hey, you better get going. It's gonna snow soon. Get get lost."
0: Yeah, and then Kurt. he's like, he's like, "Hey, I'll see you later." And he's like, "You know what?" He goes. Let me go get my camera so I can take a picture of you.
2: That
1: was his idea.
0: Yeah. It was the, it was so the boyfriend's weird. idea. And, uh, and Annie McDowell's like, all right. And she's like, Kirby, listen, she's like, you're really sweet. You're really, going
1: to, I'm really flattered. Yeah. In
0: and in, she's like, maybe in a different, uh, time, you know, this would have worked or whatever, but it's, you know, it's just not the time. And then she gives him a nice soft peck on the cheek. To which, and this is something that happened in the 80s, he fucking grabs her, leans her over. Also, t- t- just try kissing yeah. anybody like I this. Think this. It's is a, called, nearly impossible. This is called the Joe Biden. Yeah, the dip. The, like, yeah. The, 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 yeah. He dips her and then throws a fucking hard makeout on her. very rapey. He mouth rapes her. Yeah. He mouth rapes her yeah. directly in front of the fucking ski cabin. And then, as happens in eighty, 80 all 80s movies... Mm-hmm. She kind of likes it. Yeah. She enjoys it. She enjoys the mouth well, assault. She, she likes got. the alphaness. Yeah. And then, so then he brings her back and he's smiling and they're both so happy. And the boyfriend comes back and he takes their picture. And then he, it's a, it's a um, Polaroid. And then he just gives the Polaroid to Dale Bieberman. <laughs> like she doesn't fucking want it. And then he drives away <laughs> in the LeBaron. Like victorious. Like I yes. got
1: what I wanted. Yeah. And then yeah, I did. So weird.
0: And then they show him driving away. And they're in some fucking mountain locale where they don't clear the roads and it's clearly. Yeah, Yeah, it's clearly dumped a foot and a half of powder ten minutes before in a a ditch. The deepest snow. It's impossible to drive on. It's crazy. Anyway. So
2: Kirby once again will die in an accident leaving there.
1: Let's hope, because Kirby is a huge weirdo.
0: He sucks. He's a stalker. Um, then Leslie shows up to move all the stuff. Everything's coming to a head. Everyone's life is falling apart. There's yeah. just, no one's life is working out. Meanwhile, you went to Georgetown, like shit should be going pretty well for you. You probably all have rich parents. Um, she, Leslie comes over to move all their stuff out of the loft and Alec is home. And she's like, Oh, I came over because I thought you wouldn't be here. And, and I thought you'd be at work. And he's like, I'm sick. He's sick. But he's wearing jeans <laughs> and I can't remember what shirt. I think it might have been a button he's up. He's holding
2: sh- a football, I remember. Yeah,
0: he's with a button up shirt covered with a bathrobe, an open bathrobe over his jeans and shirt and holding a football.
2: Yeah, but and there's flash, and there's
0: a a huge he's just
1: there mural. to have a confrontation yeah. with her.
0: Uh, yeah. And a the-
2: huge mural of like a bunch of dudes standing around.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's like runners or something. It's like, it's like an, a, it,
1: but there's a Nike logo. It's like a Nike, yeah. like the, what you would paste yeah, on a billboard. Like they've lock. got it pasted yeah, on really the wall. Weird.
0: And then they start fighting about their, um, they fight about their albums. And he's like, you f- there, you know, the, the albums are sort of a, uh, metaphor. And she's, he's like, you fucked Kevin. And she's like, you fucked many, which I think
2: Yeah, nobody talks like that.
0: I, I don't know, but it's a great, it's a great return though. Like, like, how do you like, she just fucking dunked on him so hard. Like there's not,
2: I do, I do respect when like they're fighting over albums. He's like, you can have Billy Joel, but you can't have pretenders.
0: Yeah. He's a pretenders. I like, and then he's like, no Springsteen leaves us south. But then they get a big, in a big fight over Mahler. And I was like, I remember being a kid. I'm like, I never heard of Mahler. Like, what's is he like a guitar player, like a blues guy? Who's Mahler? And and then I realized later in life, that's fucking classical music. They're fighting over what? They're fighting over Mahler's first symphony yeah. or something. Mm.
2: As as twenty three year olds are wont to yes, do. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, then he's like, no, Springsteen leaves this house. Like they're really fighting over the records. Um, she leaves. Kevin, who's a real sad sack writer, finally has gotten. He gets some pussy for the first time gets, in a few years.
2: Yes. Right, and he gets he gets like a, a, an article in like section C of the living, you know, the living section oh, or yeah, whatever. He gets
0: well below gets the fold, article. maybe like yeah. two column inches, like not no, the kind of shit that they let interns write. He got, and he's really excited <laughs> he's about such it. Such a sad sack. Yeah. Um, really kind of depressing. Meanwhile. It's he and Leslie are sorted together right now, mm-hmm. but uh, he's he's clearly smothering her. Jules She's feeling
2: it way more than she is. Yeah.
0: Jules is doing tons of blow. And Leslie basically has to let Kevin know, hey, I just needed to get fucked. Like I was I was really like kind of brokenhearted, and I needed to get under someone, to get over someone, and now it's over. Yeah. Yeah, if I
2: ever feel like it's a, the right time like I know my son has finally gotten some, I want to show him the scene to show it how mm-hmm. how uncool you don't you don't want to play it this way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He he's, he plays it he plays it about as uncool as it gets. Kevin, once you get the
0: Yeah, Kevin is a real bitch. And then right in the middle of them breaking up, Alec calls and he's got the line of the movie because he's on the other line and she's like Hey Alec, and 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 then Kevin's in the background. He's like, "Hang up on." Him. Is that is that or he's like, "Is that Alec?" Hang up on him. Hey, just hang up. Hang up the phone. Hang up on him. he's like he's he's a real bitch. He's a real pussy, and he's being
1: really controlling. And Judd Nelson, not like that. You
0: forget what a star this Judd Nelson was at the time because he's like, "Who's that?" That's not Kevin, is it? You're not with Kevin playing my records. <laughs> <laughs> Easily, just the, the best head. sequence of the movie. Yeah. Eventually, she gets off the phone with him. She, Ali Sheedy, sends Andrew McCarthy away. She's just like over it, and it's winding down. Kirby's been shunned. He's decided to go back to law school. Him and Andrew McCarthy are back in the apartment, and then we reach the climax. Wait, right. And and really, hey,
2: but, but one yeah. thing I I, I want to bring up. You know, this is all about jewels, but she was pretending to go to work. And I have experience with this.
0: Oh, because you used to this? <laughs> my,
2: <laughs> no, my college roommate, one of my college roommates, was interning at the White House the same semester as Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. Like, he was, he was during this time. Yeah. And my other roommate and I found out that this dude was either lying about the entire internship or he got fired and we'd catch him like hanging out in the park and like pretending he was showing up for work every day. Oh, shut up. And we would, we would ask him very specific questions. Yeah. Hey, what was it like? You know, and we'd ask him, Oh, I heard something going. And it was, it was great fun because he was a sociopath. So it was fun to fuck with.
0: What? What's, why would you do that? That's insane. That's that, yeah, he that was,
2: insane. He was, he was, he was a, he was a pathological liar and it was real fun to just for like two, three months, just catch him in a lie and just keep hammering home and letting him lie like that. It was great.
0: I had so, I had so this what James was doing. I had some buddies that had a similar situation where there it was after college and they all kind of had like good jobs, like sales jobs, and they had one roommate that was like paying the rent, but it was real vague about what he was doing, you know. And they were like, "What's like what's Matt's job?" It's like he doesn't. He says he's in sales, but they didn't really know. And then somebody determined that he was actually one of those guys that would go to the college campuses and set up a table and be like, hey, I'll give you a free cooler if you um, fill out this Amex application.
2: Yeah, here's a koozie. Yes, just give me your address and social security number. T-shirts
0: over here. I got t-shirts. All I need is all of your personal information. Uh, and it, so it was like obvious why he wasn't sharing well, like what he was doing for a gig. Uh, but this movie, this movie, everything that happens in this movie is the climax. Like you could do a whole podcast on just just breaking down the moments of the climax of. St. Elmo's fire. It turns out. Um, so Leslie shows up at Alex's job, and she's like, uh, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here, you fucking bitch!" And he's like, "She's like, it's Jules, Alec." And he's like, "What's wrong?" He's like, she, "I found out that she's like somebody because she's been staying with her." She's like, "This morning she went to work, and after she went to work, this finance company." Showed up and like took her Jeep, took all the fucking furniture, the, the Billy Idol, uh, the Billy Idol, what's that stuff called? Neon. All of
2: it. But he yeah. took the bangs?
0: Yeah, took the Billy Idol bangs. The, the Billy Idol light up earring is gone. I don't know what's going on. And then I went to her. Jules's
1: re- life has been repoed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She got everything repoed. And then she, she's like, then I went to her work. And I'm like, hey, is Jules here? And they're like, she got fired three weeks ago.
2: She's pulling in Ed's roommate.
0: Yeah, exactly. So then they they (laughs) round again, they round up the whole crew. They're they're like, let's go to her house. So they go to her house, her apartment, her loft, and she's got the door barred. And I'm just going to say, not like I'm pretty handy. Like I can. I know how to use a screw gun and I can, I can level things and whatnot. But what she's got set up is like one of those like hard, like iron bars. That's a crowbar. Yeah. It's a crowbar, but it's wedged against you would have to like screw a block to the floor to wedge it there so that the door, you can't, you can't kick in the door because it's wedged against something Mm -hmm. firm on the floor. Anyway, she's got that set up somehow.
1: And why does she have that in her apartment?
0: I don't know. It's that's not explained. And she's just sitting on the floor. And again, it's winter, I guess. She's got all the wind. No. Yeah.
2: But if you look at all the characters, not one person has even closed their coat like they're kind of windbreaker or like slightly warmer than that. It's probably a 58 degree day. It's
0: definitely yeah, well, not. Crazy. It's not a blizzard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's not going to but, freeze
2: to death no. in like but 60 degree weather. I it's, did get the
1: feeling that she maybe had been sitting there for a while. So yeah, maybe she's you, gotten cold. Yeah. I don't know.
0: And so Alec is there and then he comes with Leslie and then um, and then Kevin shows up with Emilio Estevez and and he's like and Alec's like who invited him or something like he's like still pissed. And she and Leslie's like, I called him. And but there's like still some some bad blood there. So they, they, they can't get in the front door. So they run around. They climb up the fire escape. And then there's like, the fire escape is barred. Mm-hmm. Which you, let's just hope the building doesn't catch on fire. Because yeah. if it did and the fire was by your front door, you would burn yeah. to death. Because mm-hmm. there's these, there's like um, prison bars. There's like cross-hatched bars on the windows. Except that this... Emilio Estevez is a tiny human being. Like you have to you have to realize everyone in this movie is an actor. And Emilio Estevez is significantly smaller than every single yeah. one of them. He's like five four he's got to be, yeah, in the less than five five for sure and and very narrow in the hips, he could have easily crawled through. <laughs>
2: The bars. I, I like when you look in the apartment. The repo man has taken everything, except for Jules's drapes, which are like twenty feet
0: long, and they're billowing. They're billowing from <laughs> they're, the they're, they're the longest drapes I've ever seen,
1: and and they're billowing because it's windy, but it's not windy. Creepy,
0: <laughs> creepy clown man. I could. I could. What? Why Shiny is that there? Ceramic clown head. I did not what? understand that. What was that doing there? And then, so then, at, somebody's like, um, "Jules, you're gonna because it's all open. They can Jules, yell. You're in, gonna
1: freeze to death." And then,
0: and then, um, Kevin is like, "I think that's the idea." And <laughs> meanwhile, everyone's like, "Wait, are you kidding? Because right. she's not actually gonna freeze to death. Right. Like, if it's, she, it's, she have to it's be in the
2: fifties at worst."
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. I can't freeze. You no, know, she would have. She would starve to death before she froze to death. It's just not you cold can't enough.
2: Freeze when nobody's wearing even a hat, and then well, you can't freeze in that weather.
0: Then somebody's like, "I'm gonna go get Billy," and they're like, "Where's Billy?" And they're like, "He's working <laughs> at the Amaco station down the block." Which yeah, that makes sense. He's
2: he's like two years removed from Georgetown. Yeah,
0: I mean, he could get any kind of job, like.
2: It's, and this is this is before the days of computer background checks. So just having that just degree, you know, it's one thing. If in the the age of computer background checks, you you would there be all kinds of red flags. Oh, he, you know, he fucked the boss's girlfriend at his at his uh, mansion. That kind of stuff. Right now, he's just a Georgetown graduate. He's not going to get caught doing anything. No. and he's working at a, a re- gas
0: station. He's working at the gas station. He shows up and this is where things really go off the rails because their answer to get into the apartment is to bring an arc welder up from the ground to they've got the acetylene tanks. Mm-hmm. Hundreds Did of they pounds. They it up. I don't, they don't really. They don't really. Yeah, get they have you have
2: access to that kind of stuff. He's brought it
0: from the gas station. From the gas station. And then, but I don't know how much welding they're doing at the gas station. And then he's. Do they, they do that? No, and they, why don't. Does Billy they don't. know how to weld. No, they, well, no. The one guy that might know how to weld because they apparently weld engine blocks or something at this gas station he works at is Billy. But Billy goes around to the front door where he was, wants to just like, he's going to break down the front door with a fire extinguisher. Meanwhile, Kevin, Andrew McCarthy and Neely West of us just start fucking cutting the bars with the settling torch. Did, did you mention the
2: attempted murder? But just because before that, just before that, he's trying to, he's trying to murder Kevin and they yes. look up,
1: and that and just Billy goes, completely, looks like, pretty out of
2: hand up there. Yes, and
1: he's, he's trying to murder. Instead of
2: you. saying we we need to prevent this murder before somebody yes. uh, gently breezes themselves to death, like let's fix the murder Alec, part. Alec, they all come to the rescue of Jules and forget about the attempted murder.
0: Alec, gr- they're on the second floor. Alec grabs Andrew McCarthy by the shirt and fucking throws him backwards. It's like. Imagine Judd Nelson is Suge Knight and Andrew McCarthy is Vanilla Ice. He's holding him over the side by his shirt. Uh, All he's got to do is let go and he's dead. And he's like, and Andrew McCarthy's like, I love her, man. And it's, no one else seems to think it's that big of a deal. That one character in the movie is about to... Yeah. Is about to murder one of his best friends.
2: <laughs> it looks like an attempted murder is happening.
0: It's crazy. And then, um, Emilio Estevez has the only fucking sane line in the situation. I believe it's him who says this smells to me like a bit of self-created drama. Yeah. Because she's just sitting there in a fucking yeah. breezy apartment waiting it, to be rescued.
1: It's the most this accurate like the thing man. anyone has said in the whole movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, eventually, um, that Jules removes the bar, the Katie bar from the door and uh, Rob Lowe blasts in with the with the uh, fire extinguisher and the door just comes right open. And then they just sit down and have a smoke. And well, he
2: gives it as the you speech.
0: do. Yeah. He, well, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, he goes, he's he goes, you know what this is?
1: Is this the part where Jules says my favorite line? Yeah. I never thought I'd be this tired
0: at 22. this yes. is how I feel every good. every
1: year of my life. Yeah,
0: that is a pretty good line, actually. <laughs> she he goes, you know what this is? This is St. Elmo's fire, <laughs> and then he tells a story about it's like the sailors, like an
2: origin story <laughs> of. Of the bar, he he plays saxophone. Right,
0: yeah, at. but this, but
1: as if it would never have been discussed. Yeah, before. they go to
0: Saint Elmo's <laughs> bar all the time, and you have this weird knowledge about this this right. weather phenomenon, and you've never said it <laughs> in all the years you've been going to the bar that one of your best friends works at. <laughs> you were, hey guys, you know what this Saint Elmo's yeah. means? Sorry. It's not even a real saint. It's huge, actually this huge, huge plot this hole. weather phenomenon that he's never said it. And also, hey, remember the last time I saw you? I tried to rape you. Anyway, I'm going to save your life right now from the draft. (laughs) From the draft. And then before you know it.
2: We're going to remove this breeze. Yeah.
0: Before you know it. I'm going to put, I'm going to hand you a sweatshirt. Yeah. They're cracking up. The two of them are just laughing and everything's fine. And you're like, I fucking just watched this for two hours. Like this is what, this is how it ends. Yeah. This is it. Everybody's buddies. Again, Billy's helping Wendy. Uh, Wendy's finally got her own apartment. It's a real shithole. An extreme. Just because
2: she works for welfare, her dad's rich. Like you, you can't. No, but she she turned all of dad's money down. She says, "I'm giving back. She uh, wants to do it. it, Howie, and I'm giving back your money.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but Billy." And Wendy, it turns out, she gets up in the middle of the night and uh, makes peanut butter and jelly Best sandwiches. Best peanut
1: butter and jelly sandwiches ever. Had. Which
0: is kind of might have something to do with her Zavdig <laughs> frame. Okay, you know, like her figure. Like she's concerned about her figure. She's got to wear Frank, uh, Spanx. Newsflash: Don't make two a.m. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's what bodybuilders do because they're trying to gain weight. Like, they just don't do that, and you'll probably lose some weight. Okay,
1: let's lay off. Then Billy,
0: Billy who's a bit of a scumbag still obsessed with he's like hey you yeah. still a virgin right. i'm going to be it's the so motherfucking weird. virgin
2: surgeon yeah
0: then he fucking takes that v card right there in her fucking apartment she's been saving it up
2: i think i think he takes something away from her and based on billy's track record Give i think something. he gives her something
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hiv Okay. Something. HPV maybe. Okay, yeah, definitely HPV, <laughs> and probably herpes simplex ten. Uh, and then next thing we know, Billy's following his dreams. He's and Ed,
2: you can, gotta, he's going to clean up. He's going to clean up. Yep. He's going to leave the the rough and tumble DC music scene. Yep. They're going to send him on a bus.
0: Well, he's been working at the Amico and he saved up some money working at the Amico. Obviously, not.
2: Isn't he, it just
1: Amico? Amico. Oh. Yeah
0: um he's am no amco is the um is the transmission guys am amaco is just like a gas station he yes
2: but they're sending him off like he's going to vietnam he's going three and a half hours away
0: and also he does something that was very popular in the 80s where he's like yeah i told melody He's like, I told whatever the girl's name was that I could be like one of those weekend dads to Melody. But I decided she doesn't need that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't ooh. want everyone to, to, to get confused. Actually, exactly what she needs. You're going to really <laughs> fuck her up by getting yes. on that bus. Like, yeah, she actually she, does. She's going to end up like Jules to pop over every weekend, dickhead. But how about he's
2: going to clean up? And what he's going to do is he's going to leave DC and the the music scene, and he's going on a bus to New York City yeah. to play saxophone for a living. Where yeah. all the
0: <laughs> where all the heroin is. Yeah. The only yeah, the only people
2: who play saxophone in New York City are homeless and on heroin.
0: Good good point. Also, gets on a bus. Hundred percent, he could take the Amtrak for like eighty seven dollars, but instead.
2: <laughs> no, no, that- that that uh, that bus. There's there's a Chinatown bus that's twenty five dollars DC to New York City. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it's, like it still exists. All, at
1: all wow. can't the get That's bus crazy. Up. That's crazy. It's more romantic yeah. to take the grayhound. I thought
0: the grayhound would be like three cents cheaper than getting mm. on the fucking train. Yeah,
2: there's there's a, there's a great there's a great line in. Uh, in planes, trains and automobiles, at the last stop when he's on the bus, he goes, Have you ever traveled by bus? And Steve Martin goes, No, and he goes, Your mood's probably not gonna improve. I
0: right know I took a I took a train or I took a bus one time from Phoenix to uh, Santa Ana, California, and it was first of all, it's like it's like a four and a half hour drive and it's for some reason like a nine hour bus ride. And <laughs> You can smell the shitter. There's a shitter on the bus and you can smell it wafting oh, through. Mm. And there was some dude regaling people with stories about the, uh, about being drafted by the Montreal Expos for the entire. And I'm like, dude, you're on the fucking Greyhound. Like you're not playing for the Expos.
2: <laughs> yeah, you didn't get much of a bonus. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Um. Well, that's it. That's how it ends. Billy well, goes off so to no, place. No,
2: the one yep. The one last twist that is uh, more fantasy than reality. The love triangle, everybody's friends now.
0: They all made up. It, there was a that attempted part's murder. Really weird. Guy
2: fucked his, his friend's wife or, or girlfriend. It,
1: is it going to be why weird? Would they like be like fu- Alex going to be like, hey, Kevin, remember that time well, you fucked my? No, because they. My wife
0: when they're married, she gives the vibe that she's down to get spit roasted by them.
1: Well, she does say I want to be buddies.
0: Yes. And she she wants to go finger cuffs. Yes, she's standing in between them like it's very symbolic the organization of the characters. Like I think there is a three-way about to go down for sure.
2: This is an insane movie.
0: It's a, so bad. It's on rewatching. It's, it's it's pretty insane. so terrible but it's very nostalgic and this is really cool man
1: i remember being obsessed with like when i was a fre- when yes. i was freshman in high school the senior class that year i was really obsessed with it, it was so cool yeah and they walked um their graduation they walked to the to the, to the theme to st Elmo's far the and theme, i thought it was so Elmo's cool bar.
0: uh okay that's it that's well. That thanks for
1: coming on this a ride. Fantastic
0: wrap up. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have asked us to do this movie. I'm stoked that we finally did it.
1: Should we do um, character rankings before we go, oh yeah, the- well, I
0: forgot. Yeah. Okay. Bottom three characters: Ed Daly, the worst three. Kill, kill, kill. Who do you kill of the seven characters in the movie?
2: I'm killing Kirby. Number one, because he's. He's the biggest danger to society. He's a stalker. He's like uh, a piece of shit. Number two, Kevin, because he's terrible. And I uh, feel bad about this one. Number three, I'm going to kill Mary Winningham because she, she really doesn't provide value added.
0: She's, got the, she's a doormat. She's got the Sally, Sally Jeff, Jesse Raphael glasses. She does. Yeah, she's got the bangs. <laughs> uh, Kay McManus. Kill, kill, kill! Who are who are your bottom three characters? Saint Elmo's fire. Probably the same as Ed. Oh, really? But I would
1: kill Kevin first. Kevin for sure. Then Kirby. Yeah. Yep.
0: Then Wendy. I almost my bottom three. I almost wouldn't kill Kevin first because cigarettes are going to get him. Because he smokes a lot of them.
2: You can't smoke at that at that rate. Yeah, you can't. But he smokes more than the guy outside of every Chinese restaurant. Yeah, he's the delivery guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: he smokes a lot. Um, number one, I kill Kevin, followed closely by Kirby, who is just he's a stalker. he's terrible.
2: He's scary.
0: Third, I kind of respect Alec, but I, I don't want to kill any of the bras.:
2: Forgot
1: Alec, I might kill him instead of Wendy. Oof, Alec,
2: I, I mean Alec, is a, a multiple attempted at murderer. He's, um, he jammed. He's uh, Patrick Bateman. Ah, uh,
0: but when he's like, "Are you li- are you with Kevin? Are you listening to my <laughs> records?" I mean, you know. oh, and he
2: has another good line. I don't know when it was. Maybe at the inter- at the the end scene where he goes, "Oh, did you bring all the the." guys you've slept with yeah. is your high school prom date here. Yes. Yeah, that was
0: good too. That was good too. That was okay. a good line. I de- that was a good line. <laughs> I definitely can't kill Alec. I kill Kevin. I kill, uh, I kill Kirby and then I kill Billy because he's a fucking rapist piece of shit and he's going to turn into a drug yeah, addict in New York anyway. So fuck him.
2: Well, he's he'll be dead inside of eighteen months for sure. Going to New York City, 100%. trying to make a living playing like the saxophone. Get out of here! Yeah,
0: unbelievable. Uh, okay, he, you know what he, you know what probably ends up happening? He gets a fucking job on Wall Street. He's got a hedge fund right now. He's probably rich as fuck. He's out in the Hamptons, Ed.
1: Yeah, he turned into yeah, Patrick he's got, Bateman from
0: American Psycho. He's
2: got the, the, the yayo connections
0: for sure okay for Kate McManus for Ed Daly this has been the movie review St. Elmo's fire from theballerlifestyle.com we will see you next week
2: goodbye
3: bye everyone Oh, yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast's getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily, and the man J. Stewart. Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports the culture and whatever. Plus, you know, there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, cumbers, conundrums, my brothers. We're reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about. Dick's a lot, shit so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top, top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.
0: It's South loose